episode 771 for December 2022 and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space podcast and I'm your host Brad Douglas that opening song is by the group in Big Band uh, love the vocals on that they sound really good with the cover of the Spider-Man theme song uh, before we get to our reviews I want to give you a heads up about patreon.com slash crawlspace signing up there helps more episodes come out in the future they help me pay the bills and you also get some nice perks like an exclusive Discord server. You get merch like Crawlspace t-shirts and uh, stickers and coffee mugs. You get early release episodes, also exclusive podcasts like our Spire Satellite episode. So again, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace and sign up today. Hey, Crawlspacers, welcome to our ASM monthly show. Let's introduce who we've got on the panel. We've got... The amazing Jr. Bagman, evidently. What's going on, Jr.? Well, you know, I couldn't. I was so ashamed of myself after the results of Spider Jeopardy. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I couldn't walk the streets when people would say, "You let Brad Douglas win." You know, yeah, what baby. kind of what kind of spider expert are you? You let you know. I mean, you got beat by Brad Douglas of all people. So well, I, I, I can no longer yeah. show my face in fandom. Well, I, I appreciate the improvement on looks for the next 365 days until we play it again. <laughs> uh, so I'm just going to have to live in shame. Where do you where do you shop that you can get those anymore? Aren't they all plastic? <laughs> Actually, it's a uh, I got it at Target. You know, like they 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 have Target plain, has paper bags, <laughs> plain gift bags. I I just bought a oh. gift bag. Yeah. Oh, but you know, to, you- to, to, to sit, conceal my identity to protect my loved ones. Okay, there you go. Because they're after you, aren't they? All right. Uh, we also have Kelly. What's going on, Kelly? Hi. I um, I just want to say you could have gone to Whole Foods where they're all paper bags, but then, of course, you'd be Whole Foods bag man. I don't know. Whole- that might be. You'd be the Whole Foods Spider-Man bag man. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I don't know that I have a Whole Foods within uh, oh. a reasonable driving distance. Either. Yeah, same. Yeah. Okay. All right. We also have... Uh, oh, Mike just showed up. What's up, Mike? Hey, buddy. Brad. Yeah. Uh-oh. I was nice to you this Christmas, wasn't I? Yeah. No. I was good to you, wasn't I? Yeah. And then you give me a comic book to review, which you probably <laughs> won't even like, probably even great high for even the cover. So <laughs> basically how I Mike? feel inside is how Dreyar looks on the outside of this movie. <laughs> Mike. Mike. Yes. Who had to review an entire issue that has zero Peter Parker in it and four separate stories? <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, you got the raw. Yeah. You got summer, winter, raw fall, and so never mind. What is it? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's. Fair. I don't. <laughs> and we have Tyler. What's going on, Tyler? Hey, I finally got my camera working. So yeah, you got <laughs> anti venom behind you, getting ready to oh, attack yeah. your buddy. And then I also got pretty cool. What do we got? The- Let's look. The animated series Spider-Man. He's got the oh from the Marvel Legends. Nice. Yeah. So. Guess what shipped for me today, and it should be on my doorstep. I haven't. I haven't heard the doorbell ring. 
my amazing friends three pack of Marvel Legends shipped that oh, I ordered in July. Go. So I'm excited for that. Merry Christmas to me early. Spidey friends, go for it. Oh no, dun 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 dun. Ah, he took the bag off. <laughs> <laughs> it's JR. Ah, what's up, JR? Yeah, I just snuck in. Nobody, nobody, nobody knew it was me. So, and you know, I thought someone. Because none of us, I don't think, really like the X-Men. I thought, who would be good to have on the show? My friend from El Paso, <laughs> Neil, what's going on? <laughs> it's me. Brad didn't want to do any X-Men research, so he dragged me on. Yeah. Welcome. Well, Diggs, you know, it's because you can also back me up in case I slub up. Like, yeah, I can, I, can fa- I can fact check Mike in case he has any. Mike, uh, are you reading any X-Books, by the way, leading up to Um... This? Yeah, about that. I probably like uh that's probably like I kind of lost track. I mean, I really kind of lost interest after <laughs> it's lost. like an average X-Men fan. Oh, I lost yeah, track. Pretty much, yeah. You lost interest <laughs> after what? You say? After jar after uh Hickman left. Same. Same. I'm yeah. I'm in the same boat Mike is. Mm-hmm. Uh and also welcome to our viewers. We got Adam. Thank you for the uh congrats on the Jeopardy win. I appreciate that. Ryan says Kelly's rocking that hat. Thank you. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, well, who else we got? We got Diabetic Superman in the house. Horner said, can't wait to hear our reviews. Adam says, what up, everybody? Uh, Ryan says, I've been drinking, so <laughs> I might respond in Stranger Things, but what is JR wearing? Yeah, that was a bag. He was wearing yeah, Shia LaBeouf's I used to be yeah. famous bag. <laughs> Eric says, uh, what's up, y'all? And the Bagman Jr. By the way, Jr. Your fans missed you last night on the gift exchange. You were talked about a lot. They were like, "Where's the old man?" I'm like, "Presents to deliver." Oh my! <laughs> no, the old man. The old man had a long week at work, so uh, he he mm. he didn't make it. Well, I sent Neil to El Paso. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> also, I guess I'm a furry now. So yes, he's yeah. a furry. Yeah. <laughs> So, JR, <laughs> Tyler's like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tyler, you didn't watch the gift exchange last night? Boy, did you miss oh. out. Um, all right. We're, we're reviewing two ish, three issues um, ASM 907, 908, and Dark Web number one. So, JR, take me through a beautiful looking cover by John Armita Jr. over here. Loving yeah. this. Yeah. Looks pretty good. Uh, you you can know, it's a hobgoblin. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, well, let's see here. Uh, normally, uh, before these things, I you know do a little bit of reading ahead of time and some prep time or whatever. Try to write in you know some. <laughs> but uh, you know later today, I you know said, "Hey, Brad, now what exactly? What time is it? You know because I want to you know I'm on <laughs> Eastern time here. I want to get the sent. You know don't want to you know call in later or whatever." And he said, "Oh, you know blah blah blah. It's you know seven thirty Central." And oh, by the way, you're reviewing. Uh, the first amazing <laughs> spider-man it's like what what sorry about that i've had this you know? up on the facebook chat for like a week i forgot about you jr i don't do i don't do so <laughs> this is the only social media i do but li- li- uh, li- listen brad jr only has his all rush mixtape that's all he has you interrupted that to make him read amazing spider-man Mom sorry to him. all right take this, this story, jr 21 12 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. As I said, that I, that was a rush joke, but apparently, anyway, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know mm-hmm. my rush. 
Ah, twenty one twelve. You don't know that album? No. Oh, it's no. a classic. But anyway, yeah. but the, but then again, I, I forget how how very shallow your cultural uh, understanding <laughs> is. So you Jesus, know, I mean, Mister Comic says he got uh, he loved this issue and also got his first published letter in issue number thirteen. Indeed. So this is your first. Hey. Comic. Oh, oh golly, where Congrats, is Mister Comics? I think oh, yeah, in this here one it too. is. Wow, yeah. was the tie-in in ASM nine interesting? <laughs> I never would have guessed you would have. <laughs> he had doesn't MJ. talk like that. <laughs> oh, he 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 doesn't. Well, how does he talk then? You know, or does With he talk mouth. like? Huh? <laughs> so great okay. to see Peter and Wolverine immediately or uh, interacting and oh, interacting. Hey, they've good Brad the letter section. You know. When will we get more information about these missing six months and Paul's connection? <laughs> Why responsibility appear? Norman Osborne did not write a letter <laughs> to the letter page. What are you oh, doing? Okay. Oh. I, I just, you said he had a letter. I thought I'd read it. You he know? did. He's the first one. I'm looking at it right now. He's the first one in the letters page. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you I mean, he's not, you know, and it's a fresh letter. Not like those tired old ones that, uh, that Norbert guy keeps sending in, you know, Anyway, anyway, all right. Okay, amazing Spider-Man. All right, okay. First of all, it starts with the with uh you know, of course we all know Norman's in the hospital, you know, uh, because he didn't fare very well, you know, in a mix up with Kingsley there not too long ago. Uh and uh, and well actually in the fake pop goblin Ned Leeds. So he's in the hospital and right now he's at his computer and he's watching porn. Okay. So no, but it, no you're making shit up. <laughs> but but then after he's, but then after he switches off the porn, then he goes, nurse, 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 you know, and of course the nurse is so, oh, what do you need, Jesus. Mr. Osborne? You know, it's like, you know, I need okay, your hold call, on. please. Hold on, now. hold on. You know, this just so makes anyways. me want to remind you weeks in advance that you have an issue. You are literally making it half of it up. <laughs> so, so anyway, so he tells, uh, oh, he doesn't you know, stop, he tells right. the nurse to uh, send the police to the particular. <laughs> what? 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 Nothing. Go ahead. Just start. In- go ahead. Why, why are you insulting me? Here I am. You are the one who put me in this position of, of being unprepared and uncomfortable, you know? So I figure you yeah. get what you deserve. But anyway, all- so, so, so okay. anyway, so then he says, you know, my employee is in serious trouble, you know, because there's two hobgoblins, you know, and they're, and they're, they're shooting at Spider-Man. And of course, Spider-Man, you know, he's in his, uh, he's in his Oscorp suit. Okay. Um, oh my gosh. They actually did it. Okay. You get points <laughs> off, you get points off your summary for the Funko pops. <laughs> oh, you bought the Funko. Wait a minute. Hold that back up. No, you wait. bought that ugly thing. <laughs> wait, Jay, are you going to get, are you, you going to get the gold goblin one? Is there going to be one? <laughs> there well, probably if, is. If there's going to be one, will you get it? I don't know. I'm gonna hold maybe, you to this. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> but uh, so any, but I see. I knew oh, I had God. to have a. To- I knew I had to have a toy for for this uh, episode, you know. And so I finally. Yeah. Unfortunately, he doesn't come with a glider. He doesn't come with bug, you know. Bug. So oh well, too bad. So anyway, so the, you know the hobgoblins are shooting at Spider-Man, and there's a whole lot of fighting. Boom, boom, boom. You know, yeah. you know, and and uh, you know the hobgoblins keep coming at him after him. You know. <laughs> 
and then uh, you know, and 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 so Spiderman's trying to get away. He 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 lands on Bug, and uh, then uh, Norman. We go back to the hospital with Norman, and you know Norman's distract. You know Norman's really upset because you know interrupted his porn watching. You know, so uh, you know he and he's trying to hear Spider. You know the fight, and he says, "I can't hear this the fight. I can't hear it." You know, and well, Mister Osborne, calm down. We called the police and whatever, and there's nothing you can do. And then he starts looking at, then he starts looking at his latest costume designs, and then he goes, "Hmm, this is a marketing opportunity." Hmm. So not only if I, you know, so I can, I was going to just sell this for a skin for a PlayStation <laughs> Five, but uh, maybe I can do something. That was a pretty else. hip reference. I'm proud of you. <laughs> he's going to sell for. He's going to sell to Epic Games to put in Fortnite. Now, yeah. Brad, I am. Yeah. Hip. I am. <laughs> Uh, you know, I am up on everything. Uh, I'm groovy. Okay. So, so anyway, so we got more, we got more fighting, you know, we got more of the goblins, you know, you know, and then Spider-Man runs into one or whatever. See, I'm not taking him out of his box yet. So anyway, so so it's actually a guy. And so he's, Mm -hmm. uh, and there's all kinds of, and on this, these pages right here, there are all kinds of them weird ass words that, uh, what, what is the name? Dark Mark call them. What, what does he call them on them? Okay. Okay. There's like, ha ha. Uh, let's see. Uh, crash pump thump. There's a thump, you know, when Spiderman, yeah. Spiderman kicks somebody in the gut. That's a thump, you know, and, um, talk, you know, oh, oh, there's a fuck and, uh, you know, and a splurge. I mean, this is yep. just Omnipedia heaven here. You know, I mean, uh, exactly. you know, Doc Mark would be. But then, but then, you know, all good things must come to an end. The uh, the, the the goblins get their 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 sparkly little fingers on Spider Man's face, and they fry him. You know, I mean, you know, it's like ah, you know, this is worse than John Hurt and Alien. Ah, you know. So, <laughs> uh, uh, and then the. And then here, the I, here I got are, let, me, let me show you the pictures of the get him in them face. There he's got him right there. Ouch. Yeah. yeah. He shattered so, that yeah. ugly looking yellow eye thing. Yeah. So the hobgoblins are, uh, uh, you know, they, you know, they're looking at him and uh, they look at him and they say, hey, well, Jamie Foxx was right. Uh, there did have to be a black Spider-Man somewhere. Uh, oh, see? oh, Jr. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. Oh. But anyway, so anyway, they're going to kill him. All right. So, so, you know, so that the one who sinned may live again. Ah, you know, so it's a, hmm, this is giving us a hint that maybe somebody else is pulling the string. Somebody else who, you know, is, is trying to, because, because their whole idea is to prompt somebody to get into action. And sure enough, uh, I don't have a new, I don't have a new one. So I just have to use the green goblin here. So, okay, yeah, he runs into a hobgoblin here. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Sorry. Hold oh, on. Yeah. All right, you know, and and uh, then, you know, Norman says, well, I didn't really want violence, you know, but, ah, you know, I'll give it to you. You know, bum, bum, zap, zap, you know, and then, uh, you know, they the throw uh, Kingsley and yeah. Ned. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, and then uh, Kingsley falls. Ah, Ned catches him. OK, there we go. Uh, and then uh, uh, Here, the I, got Kingsley, I got you, you with know, Ned getting caught. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Then that then uh, Kingsley, you know, kicks off Ned basically saying, you know, I just needed you. You know, uh, I wasn't I just told you that Osborne was going to take your kid uh, because, uh, you know, be, be, because I just needed your extra firepower hit here. So, you know. 
But anyway, so he saves Ned, and then Kingsley grabs a hold of him, and uh, he, you know, he makes a. Uh, uh, well, I won't make any more ref- references to Jamie Fox or okay, and what he said. So you know, because that offended Brad. Brad was triggered. So, but <laughs> anyway, then 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 Norman, you know, hits uh, uh, Kingsley, right? It's, or is it Kingsley or it's Ned? Oh, it, oh, it's Ned. Okay, it's over, Ned. Yeah, it's you need Ned. help. But Ned is not going to give up. You know, so so then Norman hits him once, and then hits him again. And then hits him again, and then hits him again, and uh, then Peter says, "No, man," you know, because Peter's such a wussy, and he, you know, he can't, you know, it's like when someone deserves a beatdown, you know, Peter, Peter just can't, you know, give it to somebody or bear to see it. So anyway, Norman says, "Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. I, I, I probably should not beat him within an inch of his life, Peter. You know, I wouldn't want to offend you and your bleeding heart sentimentality." So. Well, anyway, so, you know, so the battle is over. The cops want to talk to Osborne, but uh, Osborne basically says, talk to my lawyers. Um, you know, we find out that, uh, you know, he's sent, uh, he's arranged for Spider-Man to, you know, uh, get taken care of and all of his wounds to heal. And, uh, you know, and then Norman tells his employee, well, it's a, it's a really good thing that you sent my computer because not only could I watch watch porn but i could also you know keep tabs on the, what was going on here all right and uh so uh either well i mean what is he going to do is he is he going to like play 3d chess or something i mean come on you know 4d uh, actually what 4d actually he's just that good ah. <laughs> like spock and kirk yeah, yeah. well that, that chess, still was yeah. 3d that was that was still 3d chess that was still oh that's right chess. that's right my bad okay and then you know and then peter you know decides to uh you know uh drop in on betty and uh little uh let, let's show the picture of little little brad here okay there we go <laughs> little brad <laughs> yeah but and the, that one <laughs> yeah yes. there we go you know okay. kind of you know kind of although this 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 particular drawing is far more cuddly than brad could ever be uh but anyway so <laughs> right so, you know, Peter right. comes in and, you know, he tries to comfort Betty and, oh, I'm so sorry, Betty. Uh, you know, even though, you know, even though I probably should have let Norman beat the absolute living shit out of your husband because of he, <laughs> him took a, he, he, cause he took a swing at me in Amazing Spider-Man 193. And, you know, I never forgive or forget. Uh, but, you know, Peter's... Uh, you know, Peter said, well, Betty, uh, you know, that'll be okay. And they'll find out that, you know, she said, oh, no, he's going to go to jail. He's going to go to jail. And they're going to throw the no, book at him. Oh, no, they're going to, they're, oh, they're, oh, I don't have a book. Hey, Peter, Ned's going to be in jail for nine months. You know what that means? <laughs> <laughs> time, for the, time for the Wolfman run again, baby. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Remember about yeah. 40 years ago when I cheated on my husband? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta get out of jail, Parker. I told you not to bang my wife <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, actually, and Ned's got superpowers this time, right? So that anyway. Mm-hmm. So uh, Peter should still be able to clock him. Peter should have clocked him back then too. You know, I never understood. Forty years later, after this that issue came out, I never understood why Peter just took it. He just should have gotten back up and broke both of Ned's arms. You know, because but anyway. Was guilt. See, Little something called power and responsibility, Jr. Well, yeah, he's, like, a, go- he's a goblin. He's a goblin fan. He wouldn't get it. He, he, he <laughs> if somebody hits you, you have the responsibility to 
kick their ass. And so Peter had the responsibility <laughs> to break his arm. So, so that's so that, true. So that, so that Ned couldn't hurt anybody else or take a swing well, at anybody else. But anyway, so Peter says, no, they'll find the Winkler device there at Ned's, you know, Ned's uh, uh, office. Uh, or And uh, they'll say, they'll, you know, they, they'll, they'll give him like, you know, just, you know, probation and, uh, you know, give him soft food to eat for a while, uh, you know. And Betty says, oh, no, they already searched it. There's no device there. <laughs> so he's going to be guilty. All right. So, and uh, anyway, so we go to a location unknown where there's the Winkler device right there. And there's Kingsley. And we figure that, well, Kingsley has had it and Kingsley was using it on Ned and he's the big bad behind everything. And, but then on the last page, <coughs> oh, we get, well, we see a little uh, hint before the last page, but then on the last page, Boom. We we realize now that we are just like the MCU. We are in the midst of gender swapping all of our characters. Yes. So we now have a female goblin, although she's not a green goblin. She's a red goblin and she's not the goblin queen because Madeline Pryor is the goblin queen. So I guess she's queen goblin. And speaking of Madeline Pryor, boy, that next couple of issues are a bunch of shit. Uh, but anyway, so now we find out. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so, but now we find out that Kingly is upon of the the queen goblin and uh and uh and just as and now that we think the story is going to pick up now we're going to completely derail it for a crossover and that boys and girls is amazing spider-man number 13 legacy number 907 remember spider-man in the oscorp suit and of course the uh, the two hobgoblins you know and uh, to be honest uh, I, I don't think i'm gonna be i'm gonna have to put these away i don't think i'm gonna be able to use them for a while um, since the story is gonna get bad from I, here you forgot two things. Let's show them. There's Mr. Comics's letter right there. Well, we read Man. Mr. Comics's letter, and then and you, but he wants a visual aid. Oh. down right up there. Yeah. Boom, boom. Yeah, but nice. that's nothing special anymore. You know, yeah, every <laughs> issue has a shy town in it. Right? Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> you know that's like saying that Arnold Schwarzenegger makes action so, movies. Ooh, so, yeah. So real quick. So real quick. Real quick, yeah. uh, two things. Mr. Goblin first says, yeah, Queen Goblin, I'm with you there, buddy. Um, and the second, Adam Winchell says that he's not sure what the story was worth bringing Ned back for. Technically, that's on Spencer because he's the one who brought back Ned. Yeah, mm -hmm. Ned, should, Ned should have stayed dead. Yeah. All right, so, JR, after all that, what is your grade? Hmm. Well, you know, I, I think I, 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 I very seldom give A's of any variation. So, you know, but I gave this one a B plus, you know, I, I you B know, it, I thoroughly Ooh. enjoyed it because it was, you know, it was like the third part of a three part story, you know, and it works how, you know, it worked the way that comic books should work. First issue is a setup. Second issue, everything gets moving. And then the third issue is all the knuckle busting action and resolution. <laughs> so, uh, all right, all right, all right, all right. JR has just, I just asked for a grade. You gave me all these pros and cons. Hold on. Slow your roll, JR. All right. Uh, Neil, what is your grade? We got a B on the board. So I'm giving it a B plus. And real quick, JR, you have the mentality of Michael Bay with the seasoning <laughs> of Michael Scorsese, and I love it. Uh, <laughs> you can... well, I'm, I'm not surely sure. Nobody nobody ever says a nice word about Michael Bay, but uh, oh, well. I never said it was a good thing. Uh, I mean, I, I still remember. I, I still remember what Megan. Like you're literally, you, you're literally like just slamming action figures together, making noises. That's a well, I'm, trying, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to entertain. I'm trying to entertain. I'm entertaining. I never. 
Hey, I'm entertained, JR. I never said it was good filmmaking. I'm just well, that's I'm entertained. That's, that, that's, that's true. Whoever okay. said, who we said got it was a B good and we got a B, I think, Neil, right? B plus. B plus. Tyler, what's your grade? I'll give it a B. And Mike? I'm giving it a B also, actually. And Kelly? Uh, whatever JR said. So a B. I'm busy. I'm busy raging uh, for satellites. Yeah, you don't want to miss satellites. <laughs> Kelly is reviewing you really Spider Girl episode. Uh, $10 on Patreon. <laughs> yeah, if, if you guys really want to see me break down on how completely that's a slap in the face and it's not Spider Girl, yeah, pay $10 on Patreon and come watch me. Patreon yeah. tonight. Yeah, it's a, better invest- it's a better investment than Marvel Unlimited. Oh, Kelly, do you All want right, to do I'm- the slot book too? Uh, yeah, the slot book. Yeah, I, I, I'm doing it. the slot book too. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna give it an A minus. I'm higher than anybody. My goodness. Mm-hmm. So Jr., what'd you like about it? You couldn't tell. You know. Uh, <laughs> you know. Here, it, I think, it had. I think it had everything. It had action. It had violence. It had. Wait a minute. I wouldn't say I have a bloodlust for violence. Yeah, okay? victim That's hit it on the head. Bit. You had a bloodlust. You but, love but, those but, action but figures. It had action, and it had Norman coming to the rescue. Da, 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 you know, it da, did. Da, da. And uh, but again, it was a it it was a logic. It was a nice. It was a nice logical conclusion in a nice, relatively short story. You know. It was. Um, and, uh, you know, it, so, you know, and, and of course, and, you know, uh, John Romita didn't, um, you know, junior, uh, since everybody was behind a mask this time for most of the issue, we didn't see too many weird faces and noses mm-hmm. that looked like electrical outlets or anything like <laughs> that. So, uh, you know, Hey, Hey, Hornacek. All right. Hey, Hornacek uh, has a good, another comment for you, JR. We need a bonus Patreon episode <laughs> of JR reads the letters pages. <laughs> Adam, I, I, Adam, Adam, I get your point about Norman, but there was, this was two hobgoblins. Not mm. it was it was two hobgoblins. So right. I'll give him a pass on that one. Yeah. It's not it's not the vulture. Uh, what are you referencing? Adam's comment that Peter had to be saved by Norman. Oh, Here, well, wait! Don't was... read them till I pop them up on the screen because I'm trying oh, to go from the top. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Vinkman says Jr. is making shut up. Carlo me shocked. Uh, Brad let Jr. be. JR bought the uh, Oscorp suit Funko Pop hiss. Uh, <laughs> Norman's upset in the hospital because he just looked at his medical bill. That's pretty good. Um, um, yeah, yeah. There we go. That's how you sorry. know he's not Canadian. Yeah, he found out that, uh, sorry, he found out the hospital's not a preferred provider on his insurance plan. Sorry, Mr. Oh, go ahead, Neil. What? So, sorry, Mr. Osborne. You have American health insurance. Here's your bill. Hornacek, <laughs> JR, quote, Brad, I'm hip. I'm on fleek. JR is so hip. If he gets any hipper, he's going to break something. Yeah, gold and, and probably that three-letter word that you just mentioned. So anyway. <laughs> uh, let's see. What's so good about this Oscorp suit? Peter gets his ass kicked here. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Matt says, for me, I will admit to loving Spider-Man, but I f- will forever be mad at Marvel for not restoring the marriage and making everyone who loves when the hero is down and still his greatest danger. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Chat is just blowing up. Okay, uh, Jr. listed his pros. What is some other pros for everybody? Else? Um, for yeah. for all the flack that basically Jr. Jr. has uh, about the um, about his art style has basically, well, as you could say, evolved or devolved, as the case may be. Yeah, the way he draws action in this is really good. I Loved mean, it basically it. goes back back to. I mean, 
he's kind of perfected it since like when he was doing kick-ass kind of like he got i mean because you can definitely see a lot of that influence in here with basically you you know you can actually kind of feel some of the bones crunch and basically the blood spattering and everything like this i mean these fights are brutal that he's drawing now and the the, the, the panels are great look at this thing oh i know love that oh yeah the composition is fantastic in this thing i mean it's just like the but i mean Granted, the only false note I think was basically having like, oh, Spider-Man Kyle like, oh no, bug, the sending robot thing that we didn't even know was sending. Apparently, I guess that, that thing. Yeah. But other than that, it was That's just a like brutal that. looking fight, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's just, just a and brutal you, looking I, fight. I mean, the way the helmet cracking and everything like this, mm-hmm. and how they basically just how he's, you know, and I guess and it should be this way because you basically have. Basically, two. I mean, because goblins are basically basically on Spider-Man's level in terms of power, and so having two yep. of them fight him at once like this, it should be a vicious struggle, and it yep. should be kind of like he should be kind of like having his work kind of try to cut out for him and everything like this. So I think I'm. So in terms of visually and in terms of like in terms of story wise, I mean, I know we complain about Spider-Man basically being on his ropes and stuff, but here it makes sense, and I think it just I yep. think the way visually it's very powerful and very compel you know it's very kind of action-based moves along and everything like that so i agree the art yeah. is very very good and mm-hmm. and ramita does take some slot some hits but mm-hmm. uh i think street level stuff i don't think you can argue it's looking great look at oh, that no it's good yeah that. this panel alone right here where you basically yes. can, and you can see the little the trail yep. going through here it's like look oh, at the word balloons yeah. upside down yep mm-hmm Oh yeah that's that's just just really good that's look at the blood really flowing uh spider-man's mm-hmm. getting oh, his yeah. butt whooped yeah and, oh, yeah. and you can, I mean, you can see and tell everything that's going on. It's not like I can't, you know, particularly I think in some issues that are coming up uh, where, you know, <laughs> you can't see what the heck is going on, you know, because mm-hmm. it's just so dark and everything. But here people look like people and you can see the action. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Here's a question from Hornacek. Uh, since Spidey got his mask blown off, do Kingsley and Ned now know his identity or are they, are we supposed to... Th- Thanks, Peter. So should, so I should wait till, till cons to talk about that because that's one of my biggest ones. That's one of my big cons, yeah, too. Yeah. Right? Hang on, real quick. If I recall correctly, one of them was knocked out. I think it was Ned who was knocked out. And then Kingsley was the one who had him on the ropes. And then Norman saved him and beat the crap out of him. Yeah. Uh, so, and then Norman, and now Kingsley has his mind wiped by a Queen Goblin. So that kind of. Well, I mean, who, who's grabbing him right there? I think that's Ned, maybe. That's, I don't know. That's, that's Ned. Ned. So how can you not added. see that that's Peter Parker, though? Because he's burnt, I guess. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's yeah. That was my that was my big confusing confusing part. I don't. I, no, yeah. Well, Ned's mind is Swiss cheese right now, frankly. Well, that's uh, that's the only way. I, yeah. You know, and uh, and and Peter's face is pretty messed up. Remember when uh, the Vulture unmasked him after uh, in Marvel Knights Spider Man Two? I think you it was know, four. And, huh? Yeah. It was Marvel Knights number four. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm so close. Going senile. Uh, but anyway, so, uh, oh, oh no. and, you know, I guess I'm going to, you know, I guess I let Neil be the next JR then. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I recognize your burnt face. You can, you can have my paper bag, Neil, when Brad is <laughs> in Spider Jeopardy. Cool. I'll just write uh, down, I used to be famous. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> um, other pros that we've mentioned Mike and I love the art and the fights. Who else uh, is I, a pro? I think from a pacing perspective, this is a really good third act. Uh, I think yep. well stuck the landing, uh, had a really solid action sequences that all flowed really well together. Uh, and you know how we're, you know, in the Gold Goblin series, we've, we were basically diverting Norman off into that into that mini series. 
but it, Wells did a really good job of setting both that up, both up Gold Goblin as a concept and uh, introducing Queen Goblin as his major threat for that series, because we know that's who he's going to fight in the Gold Goblin series. Right. Yeah, I mean, I mean that that was going to be my pro with the the Queen Goblin stuff. I'm incredibly intrigued at where that's going with Norman, just because like obviously we knew we we know he's getting his sins back at some point or later, and I just think this I'm I'm very much intrigued at the concept of this good Goblin versus this Goblin who's trying to give him his sins back. She's like, you did this to me. I'm going to punish you for it. And so it's like, she's blaming him. And so just orchestrating all this is, is a, it's a cool plot. Um, I want to see where it goes. Yeah. Uh, Kelly, what'd you like about it? You gave it a B. I mean, I like the art. Um, yep. I'll be honest. It's a struggle reading this story. Um, I can't, I really don't have like a definite, like for this issue, I don't have like a definite, like I hate it. But I also, I don't have a lot of pros. I, I, yeah. I, I'm almost checked out. Like it's, I'll put it this way. This story has me feeling a lot like Battle for the Cow in Batman, what, 12 years ago, mm. uh, before New 52. Mm-hmm. And I, I stepped away from DC Comics. I stopped reading Batman after that. And it had nothing to do with Batman dying. It had everything to do with how out of character everyone felt. And how forced the story was. And that this is giving me the same vibes. And it's almost like, okay, maybe it's maybe my time as a Spider-Man fan is up. Mm. Like maybe I'm not getting into new comics anymore. And I'm not gonna do that. Right. But it's getting really hard. The mm-hmm. the, the next issue really will question it for yeah, oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks very much. Uh before we go to cons. Uh, Walter says, uh, nice to see Neil survived El Paso. Thanks for the last, last night. I needed it. I got to say Kelly's gifts, uh, really helped. You're welcome. (laughs) The cat, the cat costume and, uh, the meow shirt really sold it. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey has a question for JR. Have you been reading gold goblin? I thought the issue was a great prequel to that series. What do you think JR? I read it. Um, yeah. And I got your text too late about, uh, John men in, but, uh, I read it and it's, it's, it has potential. It has potential. Uh, I, I like the fact that, uh, you know, Norman is still, there's just a little bit of a, of course you want to win. That's the whole point of playing, isn't it? You know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it, it, it has, it's promising. Snap. Yeah. Okay. JR cons on the issue. Well, you know, uh, you know, actually, it's a pretty, I mean, it's one of those things where there was no wasted moment. So it's kind of hard to pick a moment that, oh, I didn't like that or I didn't like that. Um, but I, I, I mean, at, at the risk of, um, you know, bringing, uh, uh, resurrecting the memory of Bertoni, uh, <laughs> to, be, to be honest, I'm a bit, I'm just kind of sick of Betty, to be honest. Um, really? Yeah, she just. <laughs> She's not a good person, <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> you know, and, and just, just, uh, I, I don't know the whole Ned and Betty thing. Ned should never have come back. I mean, nope. again, and that's not on Wells and, and Wells is used. I mean, uh, to give Wells credit, you know, he took a, somebody else's dumb idea and he did something interesting with it. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I definitely give him props. I'm trying for that. to think who brought Ned back. Was that slot? That Spencer? was Nick Spencer. It was Spencer no, tec- on the technically, technically. prison. Technically, no, you could argue Slot, that Dan Slot Slot had the clone conspiracy. Slot had the clone, and then Spencer killed the clone. 
And then he killed the clone. <laughs> so, and then Nick Spencer brought back the real Ned, who may or may not be a chameleon. We don't know because he never really followed up on that story. Oh, Lord. Um, and so that's, yeah. So that's, yeah. So for all intents and purposes, yeah. Because, that's confusing. Yeah. A little um, bit. And yeah. I was going to say my big con was this. Technically, the, the big twist of the story that it was actually uh, Dr. Kafka behind everything. That got spoiled two issues ago. On yeah. The yeah. Chad yeah. was talking about that. I agree. Yeah, that was with Dane. And also, I mean, as I mean, yeah, it's not a as far as convoluted plots go, it's not bad, but he's trying to think if you think about it, like, okay, so her strategy for trying to get Norman to be evil again is to basically get Kinsley to brainwash Ned, who will then kill Ned's kill uh, Kinsley's own goons, and then that will somehow draw out Spider-Man and they'll beat him up, and that will also draw out Norman, who will basically be in a quote goblinized stain again. And then frame Ned and then have Kingsley mentally decide to do a eternal sunshine of the spotless not mind on himself. So yeah, it's it's one of those things where you're thinking, mm, a little bit too much steps involved, I guess. But I mean, it's fine. I mean, but I guess, but it's it's kind of one of those things where it just feels like, eh, it's a little, you know, a little much, but you it doesn't know. flow very well, does it? You no, know, it's. I mean, if you sit down and actually look at how the the plot was actually constructed to like, try to get because the whole point is trying to get Norman Osborn back to becoming the Green Goblin again. That's her that's her deal. So she goes through all these little steps. It's like, you know, you could have done something a little bit simpler than this, but oh well. I I think that if I think the amount of like. Kaku step she has to take to get her, <laughs> yeah. like like having the Winkler what? machine having like plan like a like a long very long term plan with very small parts that mm-hmm. can go wrong. I feel like if if they had not had like the Winkler machine in Ned's in Ned's office, that mm-hmm. would have probably fixed a lot of holes and like how did they get it over back to the unknown location? Right. Because maybe I, I, that's part of the frame. Because that's a part of the frame job. It's basically saying like, oh, because the whole thing was oh, and having somehow having herself disguised as as Kamala Khan somehow to basically bring Norman Osborn his laptop. Apparently, that was you know so he could look at. Was the that Kamala? Of, I think that's supposed to be Kamala that he's talking to with the glasses. Yes. No shot. All right. So, yeah, I guess Kamala's <laughs> so, never guess worn glasses. I don't think that's Kamala. I mean, it's she, supposed to be. I thought. I thought that was supposed to be Kamala than that. Because that's the only assistant seems like he's... I, that, I, I guess. I don't know. It's J.R. Jr. That's how we call herself from the stat. I thought she was Peter's assistant, not Norman's. No, because... No, that's apparently Kamala. I guess. No, she she's uh, Norman's employee still, though. Yeah, right, right. But maybe, only, maybe only so she can have that miniseries during Dark Web. Yeah, but I was about to say though, Nor- Norman would Norman wouldn't recognize her because you know, just like most everybody else, he didn't watch her miniseries on Disney Plus either. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I um, I I actually did like Queen Goblin like being revealed behind everything. I thought that was a solid reveal. And I'm kind of looking yeah. forward to see where where she goes in uh, Gold Goblin, but um, I I do think that they're like, oh, it was her behind everything. I, I kind of wish it was a bit more agency of the character other than just oh, these characters got brainwashed. It's all it's all brainwashing, but yeah. you know, it's a classic Hobgoblin story, so there ha- everyone has to be brainwashed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cons Kelly, what do you got? I mean, I pretty much said it. <laughs> you, you did. I it's a it's a struggle to read. Like yeah. I mean, again, there's nothing particularly 
that stands out as a con to me, but it's just the fact of this as a whole, I am struggling to read it. It takes me a long time. I have to like shut everything off and literally focus on it. I, I, it's because it's a chore. Yeah. Because what, just the run in general is wearing you down? Yes. Yeah. yeah, no, I I totally get that. That's completely fair. I mean, I'm 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 in a very similar position where I've dropped ASM before, like when when slot uh, like when slots relaunch, I didn't do that. I just stopped. I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. And so this this See, is like there there are there are plot points throughout this run that I I am interested in. Like I really like the tombstone stuff, but it's just it's all dragged down by this overarching thing. Yeah, exactly. The overall, what's the overarching thing that you don't like? The, the, well, the, the mystery box. I don't. The I don't give box. a shit well, still, about. That's the least. Imp- that's the least uh, thing I care. The last thing I care about. That's, that's the. That's the point. Is that that overarching story is the worst yeah, yeah, part of this, this run? This individual story agree. is good, but it's dragged down by this huge just elephant in the room, and it's just. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, my thing is too. It's like this whole looming over the dark web. And now we're finally in it. And this is the last thing I wanted to read. I don't really want to deal with this. Anything that's reminding us of beyond is pretty much reminding me of like why I'm, why I have trust issues with Marvel. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I just don't, I don't want to deal. Like, I don't want to read it. It's not fun. Mm. Yeah. Um, All I have, right. I have, I have, every I have time Norman time. and I'm, I'm sorry. I just before I my tra- my mental train derailed. I, I I see exactly what you all are saying because every time Peter and Norman are talking, kind of like they're okay with each other. Yes, it's, it's not an earned moment. You know, we no. don't see, we didn't see what Norman did for Peter. You know, we don't see I give you that. We don't see what happened. So it's like so every time. You know, it's just okay. You know, it's like, yeah, okay, they're getting along, but something's missing here. Well, no, it's 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 this whole thing where it's like we're being we're being spoon fed. Hey, you have to accept this, and we'll tell you why later. But right now, you just need to accept this. And it's like at some point, you can't just keep telling us. You need to show us. It's a part of storytelling that I feel like Marvel has lost. And again, we'll go into this because this is actually a, par- a large part of my rant mm-hmm. with the Spider-Verse uh, Unlimited Infinity comic, uh, which, you know, sorry, guys, it's paywalled. Uh, go sign up for Patreon. But the thing is, is like, they're just, there is a, there is a like integrity in the creative teams that I feel is completely lost right go. now. There you go, Kelly. Right at the bottom. <laughs> real, 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 Thank real, you. Real quick, real quick, I do I do have one last con. Um okay. I, or Kelly, were you done with yours? Because I don't want to interrupt you. Oh yeah, I'm done. You're good. Okay. So my big one is that the spy the Osborne spider suit, aside from the UAV from Call of Duty upgrade, um, <laughs> doesn't really have much use. Like every time we've had Peter um on the ropes. He, he's jobbed out to uh, whatever he goes up against in this suit the same way that he jobbed out to Vulture in issues seven and eight. Um, they can fly now. They fly now? <laughs> yeah. They, they fly, fly now. now. They fly now. <laughs> fly now. Um, but, but at this point, like, if Peter's just going to job out to every villain, it's, it's like Worf. He just jobs to every threat that they, the Enterprise comes up against. And, like, there's what's the point of having it? It just waters down its value. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please have him win one fight. Just one. Well, mm-hmm. the reader is supposed to be Peter Parker, and the reader is not dumb. Mm-hmm. They know not to trust Norman Osborn. You know, that's not, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> well, that's some not, readers, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just saying that's not really my point. The point is, is that like they introduced like this super duper upgrade suit, and all of it's done is lose. Well, and also you got rid of the uh, the you uh, like the UAV thing bug basically. AC one thirty. It's like, yeah, it's like, was this thing supposed to actually have a personality that we were supposed to care? I don't about? know. I sure don't think it We're supposed to care, I guess, is the question. Yeah. I guess, yeah. It's just like, oh. Like it, it's just a drone. Like, it's, it's not even, it's, it's not even like, you know, one of Tony Stark's AIs where they have a personality. It just goes, intercepting, evasive maneuver, click, <laughs> work, click. No. No, <laughs> no, no. Drone, not my best friend. All my other ones are me for six months. <laughs> All right, we're gonna have a Bugman two. We'll return after Dark Web. There you yeah! go. Like the best second. character in the run. All is right, <laughs> Kelly, are you ready for this next issue? Yeah. Ba- as what do you call him, Neil? Baja Blast Spider Man. Yes. Uh, uh, Baja, Baja Blast is back. <laughs> well, I mean that's that's a safe of phrases friendly can be that's said. The- that's the family friendly nickname. <laughs> I want to call him something else. Oh, <laughs> anyway. Right. Yes. Yes, yeah. I'm not going to. I'm going to keep this family friendly. But okay. uh ASM 908 or ASM 14, Wells, Segman, Dotson, Potts and Dowling and this issue consists of four stories named after the seasons and everything has a different um drawing style. Uh, yay, not really. All right. So, <laughs> first is spring. Uh, Janine comes in to their hideout. Ben has stolen more tech from beyond. And while Janine wants to talk to talk about Ben's plans, he goes off talking about how confused he is, how scrambled his memories and feelings are, and how he's being called to do something with this equipment he stole. Like, he just feels called to do this. Janine leaves and goes to Grand Central Station, and Janine is trying to eat some eggs at this diner, but her mind's on a lot. Something that the owner of the diner can see. He offers his ear to Janine to talk to since he at least wants her to eat the food she ordered, or so it seems. She starts talking about how she just bought a train ticket and is planning on leaving Ben, which is what she should have done. Things are getting bad again, and she needs to get away before things get worse. A waitress tells the owner, his name is Jerry, that the dishwasher is five minutes away, which sounds suspicious. Turns out the owner uh, recognized Janine was a wanted criminal and has called the police. Something which Janine can't have because she's not going back to jail again. So she stabs Jerry with a fork and breaks his leg and runs. She wow. heads back to <laughs> yeah. oh, Jesus. That was a br- I, literally this scene. I, so I, rough. I was like, well, oh. Brad, the theme of this issue is everybody just turns evil all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I will. I will Everyone give Janine. I will give Janine this in this story because we start to like slow. Everybody starts to slowly just go into a two-dimensional character here. But I will say this: this story at least felt realistic. She never wanted to go to jail to begin with. She was in jail for murder. She was in a high like security prison. She does not want to go back. Mm-hmm. Fair. I. This seems. Because it was less about killing him. Like, she didn't kill him. She could have. Sure. No, she stabs him with a fork, breaks his leg so he can't chase her, and runs. Right. Yep. Meanwhile. So, meanwhile, yes. Um, Ben's asleep. <laughs> yeah, Ben's asleep. Yes. Uh, so, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out where it was as I stopped. All right. Anyway, uh, she heads back to the hideout and wakes Ben up, telling him she's done. She can't hold out that there's hope. 
that the world wants her. So if Ben wants to burn the whole world down, she's going to burn it down right there with him. Okay. She literally was thinking about leaving him like not even an hour before has a traumatic event happen and is now suddenly back in line with this bullshit. All right. <laughs> so time to do terrorism. <laughs> yes. Yes. So now we go into summer. Ben is back at the hideout looking up at a building. I'm guessing it's Peter's apartment, although it's just kind of nondescript. And he's thinking about how Peter shouldn't be there for Ben's big day tomorrow. And while he's expecting Peter to come down and stop him anyway, he knows that Peter is away saving Mary Jane with Norman Osborn. A hired collector notices him and thinks Ben is Peter. So he tries to intimidate Ben about the money Peter owes. And of course, Ben doesn't seem to care. Janine helps with this machine that Ben has made that needs human flesh as an ignition. So that's cool. Um, wherever this machine is going to take Ben, he feels like it's one step closer to home. A home for him. We cut to Madeline, the Goblin Queen, and these goblin demons yelling at her, calling her an imposter, a clone. Something Maddie has, because I keep calling her Maddie and we're just going to roll with it, uh, has heard before and is almost like goading these creatures on to call her something worse. They start calling someone else a genetic detritus and not a real boy. So she turns around and sees Chasm walking towards her. He asks if the locals are always as mean and Maddie tells him that you can't hide from your demons in this land. And she likes it since it keeps her sharp. Their demons start to sound a lot like each other's and they start to come together. Something Ben quips about them looking like they're about to make out, which Maddie says they won't as familiarity only breeds, well, contempt. So their similar demons start killing each other, bringing these clones a small sense of peace by being together. The clones start to introduce themselves. Ben eats some demented looking skull fruit from the tree that Maddie was under and she tells him that she's the queen of limbo and has been calling to people that feel her pain. So it's not a coincidence that Ben found his way there. They start to walk through uh, the gross mush that is limbo slash hell as they see what they can do for each other. What a great start to a totally not toxic friendship. <laughs> All right. So now we're into fall. And Janine and Ben are now staying with Maddie, and Ben is begging Maddie to let him lead her demon army to attack New York City, something Janine clearly seems to have an issue with, uh, and something's just troubling Janine. Uh, but Ben and Maddie are not paying attention to her and too busy discussing if the Queen of Limbo should get involved with Ben's revenge plan. Uh, Janine leaves the, din the dinner, and Madeline follows her out thinking the troubled face is because Janine is worried Madeline will steal Ben away from her, which Janine really isn't concerned about that. Uh, she knows that nothing can like really come between her and her uh, bag of flour. So, you know, but she does still feel helpless. Like, like Janine wants to be there, wants to really be by Ben's side, but she can't battle, uh, you know, in this war with New York, she doesn't want to be a liability. Um, Madeline understands this and feels a kinship to uh, to Janine, and she offers Janine a tribute from, is it Sim? Because it's an S apostrophe YM. I don't know. Oh, um, yeah. 
That's yeah. um, that, that's one of the demons in the limbo. It's an X Men thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's an I know it was an X Men thing. I just don't know how to pronounce it. So oh, telling, yeah, telling Janine she can use this to set Janine free, uh, but Janine has to ask for it. So Janine, instead of like asking for it, Janine just says "do it," which I guess counts as asking for it. Um, she, you know, basically because she's done sitting on the sidelines. Maddie stabs Janine in the heart with this tribute, um, which, by the way, it looks like it's like a piece of the demon. It looks like it's a fig. Sort of. I don't know. It's really cylindrical. I don't know. It was in a rectangle box. It's, like in, a in, in, the, in that panel, it looks like a fig, but you know, it looks like a thorn. It, it looks different. It's almost as if it doesn't have a shape here. Anyway, um, oh, or you know, here, the artist just didn't I got care. A, I got a picture of it. It's a finger, isn't it? Here, yeah, here. right there. That's like, that's it. Hey, Janine, pull my finger. Oh God. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Madeline stabs Janine in the heart with the finger. Uh, Get, she gives okay. her the finger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and with this tribute, like this whole thing, um. Madeline can now see all of Janine's masks. So Elizabeth Thine, Sarah Porter, Mary Bailey. Um, you know, Janine was made to wear all these masks, but she never chose those masks. So Madeline speaks some demon voodoo crap and tells Janine to choose for herself as these old school Halloween masks start manifesting on Janine's face. Madeline says that if others insist on Janine being a monster, then a monster she'll be. Uh, but... It will always be by Janine's choice, and those masks will be endless. It's her gift as All Hallows' Eve. There you go. Okay. This is the most toxic. That's, that's her superpower. That's her superpower. She could create uh, old-school Halloween masks on her face that we can see so yeah. far. <laughs> um, this is the most toxic polycule I've ever seen. This, mm -hmm. is, I, this is awkward. Anyway, now we're into winter. Uh, ben is once again outside Peter's apartment. He wanted to see Peter's life one last time before he steals it. A collector comes behind him thinking Ben is Peter and calls Peter a fake. But Ben hears fake Peter Parker and beats the crap out of this collector, like almost near death. And then Ben picks the man up and takes him to limbo so that way he can die for real. Uh, Gus, who was the collector and has caused many souls to pass through limbo uh, because he is a hitman is very scared, obviously, and Maddie asks him to eat the fruit from the tree so he can go free. Gus's soul becomes free after eating the fruit, and this is how Madeline shows Ben how he can steal Peter's soul. Great. That's it. We're done. Wait a minute. So we're going to have Peter eat some fruit and die? No, 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 no. Uh, no. This is, the fruit goes into the, the souls go into the fruit, and then Ben eats the fruit, therefore yes. consuming the souls. Is yeah, it? yeah. So basically, basically, uh, Ben's going to try to get. Real, basically. Yeah. Real, real quick, yeah. I've got, got a quick question. Isn't this the exact same plan that Maxine offered Ben at the end of Beyond? Hey, Ben, give Peter this thing and he'll use it and you'll get what's his. Don't ask questions. Just give it to him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's just one, one was science. See, one was science and the other one is magic. Yeah. So, uh, Ben Ben is a D and D nerd. <laughs> he rolls a nat one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that that's the end of it. Looks like dark way. Yeah, no, yeah. that that's what I'm saying. It's okay. the end. Okay. So, so, what's your grade on this one? 
Um, what did I, what did I even give this a great, uh, I gave it a C minus Oh wow, that's for overall. And this is being nice, but, um, it's because to me, I know Wells is just trying to write what he needs to me being upset over how much I hate this story is not because he's a bad writer. This is just a really crap situation. And this whole story is a mess from beyond. And I just hate this. I hate what it's doing to the 616. I'm uncomfortable and not in an intriguing way. Uh, you know, it, it, this isn't like a lovable character gone bad. It, it, it's not, that's not where this is hard to watch. Like I literally wrote in here. It's like, it's not the fun soap opera way. Uh, this is like, they've jumped the shark. They've recasted the reboot of charmed. Yeah. And, and then they're trying yeah. to wonder why this isn't working. Like it's not fun. It's not a pleasurable story. True. And then I'll be honest, like, I'm being super nice because, too, this is an entire ASM issue with yeah. zero Peter Parker. Yep. It should be called the not-so-amazing chasm. <laughs> oh, I mean, if we're going to title the book, right? I mean, this should be called, please, you know, Stop. please throw me in the and, trash. And my, and my suffering, number one. Yeah. So we have a C-minus out of Kelly, right? C-minus. JR, I guarantee you're going lower than that. I know you well. <sighs> you personally offended here it is no, are no. you personally offended i'm not personally offended but uh, okay. pretty close it was i give it a d minus this was a piece of shit yeah all right uh neil i'm probably gonna go with kelly i'm gonna give it a c minus um there's a charm in thinking that oh this isn't really ben and janine this is this is beyond got the wrong redhead out of prison and this ben riley is actually just a rogue clone <laughs> that they made by mistake um Outside of that, like every, each chapter ends with, hey, do you want to do terrorism? Sure, let's do terrorism. <laughs> um, yeah. But aside from but aside from that, it has some really awkward pacing. Like it it, it divides into four different uh, chapters and it grinds the pacing to a halt, weird endings. Um unironically, like I know someone in the chat said that, like, oh, it's Terry Dodson. Wow. But this was a really low low from him. Mm. This was this was not his best work. That, that's the part that offends me is like, I know Dodson is capable of much better, but this See, is what we got. That's, that's my thing on why, like, I don't want to give it a failing grade because there's all these great people. And I know that like, they're being assigned to do this, but they're, this is a waste of their time. Mm -hmm. This is a waste of a story. It's a waste of these artists' talents. It's a waste of even Zeb Wells's talent. It's a waste of Even the readers' if, time. Like it's a waste to the readers. It's a yeah. waste of money. Uh I would like to give it an F, but my thing is, is like this is unfortunately something that they're being told to do. Also and you good. can tell. From editorial and above. I think so. I think this is, hey, clean this mess up so we can start on a new slate when we restart the numbers. So, so Tyler, um go ahead, uh, as as the resident expert here, um, this is my expert. first X-Men fact check. Um, this book kind of starts the derailing of Maddie's character progression since uh, Hellions and New Mutants. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks, Zeb. Tyler, what's your grade? Uh, I'll give it a D plus. Just okay. It's sort of just all over the place. Just I kind of did like some of the Janine stuff. That was kind of interesting, but this just it's so mired down. Just it's so off base. What I want for Ben, I just I'm hoping at the end of this he just dies and then comes back again. And he's like, I guess that fixed me for like the second time. 
just like happened <laughs> in Spider Geddon, where it's just no questions asked. He's just better now. Don't worry about it. But this, yeah. ugh, ugh. Mike, I'm not going to be nice. I'm giving this an F. Oh, because they should be because they should have known. Because even beside the talent involved, they could have done something with this. But basically, the whole thing just broke down. Like, let's just make it. Yeah, nothing here makes sense at all. And, you know, we'll get that in the cons, I'm sure. There is one thing I did like about that, but it's very minor. Yeah. Everything else about this is just a complete train wreck. I'm sorry. I know these guys have talent. I know they can do better, but they clearly didn't here. And it's just, yeah. you know, yeah, this is, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just um, no, my grade. That's, I mean, it's fair. Mm-hmm. My grade, also an F. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a failure. This is a failure of the flagship Marvel title of Amazing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I think Hornacek had a great comment here where he talks about this should have been called Chasm, not mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man. They put it in this book so they can sell more Chasm's books after Dark Web's over. But it's that's a, the thing. They won't be able to. They no. won't. So they pu- they push it in here. We've had, what, 12 issues of a... If you take the Mary Jane plot out of it, I've liked Zeb Wells stuff so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the Kingpin and I love, I mean the uh, tombstone and I love the hobgoblin arc. I mm-hmm. like, I like gritty street level Spider-Man crime stuff. I hate limbo. I hate Mephisto. I don't like that mixed. It is not p- peanut butter and chocolate. It's peanut butter and ass is what mm-hmm. you mix this <laughs> <Ew>. stuff. <laughs> yep. Yep. I almost said broccoli, yeah. but I went even farther. I mean, so, yeah. same that- thing. <laughs> Oh, I, I mean, I just did not like this issue. It didn't feel like a Spider-Man issue. I, I was well, embarrassed to be a Spider-Man fan. The thing is, what I was saying about how everybody, beca- you know, the thing is, the other thing with too, I mean, what really did the ice on the cake was for me was, oh, remember the debt collector that we've been trying to think? Oh, yeah, who said that in chat? I, I pinned it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, we find out, oh, we find out his yeah, name and it's like, oh, he's a serial killer all of a sudden. Gee, yeah. you know, you could have well, probably no, no, no. forced out he's, of this with like. Spiders. He's not a serial killer. He's a hitman. Totally different potato, thing because he's Wait, hired to kill them. No, yeah. serial killers want to kill. He yes. does not want to kill. He is hired to kill. Different yeah, story. I didn't notice so, that he was a hitman. So, it was just one of these things where, like, oh yeah, like basically, <laughs> gee, you could have. Wells could have foreshadowed this, like, oh, I don't know, maybe have Peter Spiderson randomly go off every time he's around this guy. Like, maybe there's something wrong with him. No, nope, we're just gonna plop this in all of a sudden. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think he is a serial killer because it specifically says he's got something in his attic and his special tools. Yeah, in there. Like, well, yeah, but that's yeah. that's that's what I I was taking that as he drags these people that can't pay their debts back and he kills them. That's more a hitman and less of a serial killer. Cause it's more yeah, like a mobby. Cause he's got to cut up the body and hide it. I mean, it's a mob thing. Regardless. It fits with the theme. Like, Hey, let's just make everybody evil all of a sudden. And yeah, yeah. So, even though what Janine's like justified, like basically she's worried about being caught. Then she does a complete one. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to help Ben basically conquer the world essentially. And even Ben's like, going with this whole yeah i'm just gonna let's forget about the beyond corporation i'm gonna get revenge on spider-man for a reason and i know the world it's just i think one of the most attractive things of ben riley is it was the brother peter never had Mm -hmm. this is not the beloved ben riley character that people love from the 90s oh no this is regressing it's just awful it's not even i wouldn't even say it's regressing it's it's going off on a tangent that we don't want it's the it's trolley problem on the whole, like him being like you know the evil cackling weirdo that he was in got con- clone conspiracy. That's basically yeah. what this is. 
there's it's a go kelly mm-hmm. okay there's a consistency issue and this is something again i like honestly it's just something that like i feel like mm-hmm. to both of today's episodes are just going to continuously hit over the head mm-hmm. you have either people are not caring about the past they don't mm-hmm. care about the previous issues they don't care about all of the hard work that the writers and creative teams that came before them have done or they're doing this on purpose and dismantling things. And I like, I can't, it's, there's either, it's an issue of either ignorance or ego. And I think it's honestly a mixture of both. And it is just rampant through Marvel. It has been this way for a while. And Mm -hmm. I think like we're at the story that's kind of coming to a head where this is, why these things fail when you can't work as a team and you can't sit there and actually like take a story and pass it as a baton Mm -hmm. towards somebody else. Because Mm -hmm. right now it's, everybody's got to put their mark. Everybody's got to do their, their thing. And this for for Spider-Man, it started with slot. Um, And this is just kind of the fruit of that labor Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. I mean, honestly, it's almost like the fruits corrupting these people. It's It's rotting. Yeah. It's rotting. It's well, choosing ego, uh, um, ego and ignorance over uh, knowledge and and care mm-hmm. is doing the same thing internally. Yep. With Marvel, I like your I like your thought about consistency. Uh, this book is not consistent. Uh, we have issues like the tombstone. We have issues like the hobgoblin. Then we go to the high evolution, whatever that, whatever the, the X high thing. evolutionary. X, no, 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 not in the, no? the eternal. Oh. Judgment, judgment day. Judgment we, day. Go to, we, yeah. we threw a judgment day thing in here. We threw an X-Men like a, a gala in here. We threw in a limbo with this, this goblin queen. Like it is not consistent. I, I, it is I, I, all over the place. There's tangents here, here. Let's let, let's have it in the Marvel universe. Throw it in Spider-Man. I Let's see like what the, happens. I, I did I, like the Judgment Day issue. <sighs> it, it it didn't. It broke the flow. No, I know, I, but like on its own, I liked it. Uh, anyway, I I think it's not a consistent book. But no, yeah. I I agree. Um, part I kind of wanted to get on this. I think I think unfortunately Wells has run into something which is Ben and Ma- Ben and Maddie are both the same character in that they are continually flip flopping on their motivations and characterization when the plot suits them. Um, mm-hmm. first Maddie had like no real motivation to take over the world. And now it's because I guess Jean Grey stole her life, even though they've gone on record saying that never really happened. Um, so where did this, co- where did this come from? Also, we're, like I said, we're undoing all of her character, uh, growth since, uh, Hellions and New Mutants. Mm-hmm. So that's weird. And then Ben is, Ben is constantly whining and like, Peter, Peter stole my soul. Oh, I'm gonna cry when Peter offered to help him. And, <laughs> no. and, and yeah. now and, and now he's flip-flopping back and forth between I'm strong on my own. I know what I need to do. I'm my own person, even though oh, I'm real missing half my memories. And then he flip-flops back to, oh, I need Peter's soul. I need to eat the fruit so I can get my memories back. Oh. I will say this. I can't relate to that character. He's an idiot. He's going, he's going schizo mode. He's an idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say this. We do actually get to find out what's happened in six months. It's basically, yeah. Mary Jane was in trouble. Peter was so desperate to save her. He turned to Norman Osborn. 
And that's probably all that Zeb Wells came up with the, the mystery box, <laughs> basically. Mm-hmm. And then he's trying to, and now it's probably like, oh, all he has. Here's, here's, the the problem. here's the problem, though, Mike. I don't care. I know. That's way past that point. Yeah. <laughs> we should have gotten these answers like six months. We should have gotten these answers in like April issue when the run two started. Is what we should have gotten. Like, in the fantastic fantastic <laughs> Four has the same mystery box, and they and they pretty much answered it three issues in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jim, Jimmy yeah. James is saying he's part of the back issue only squad, is what he is. <laughs> yeah. JR, what, what did you love? Or, I mean, yeah, yeah, I did. No, you didn't love this. One. What did you hate? <laughs> I'm not even going to go to your pros. J- I know you. JR's, J- JR's head retracted into his neck. Like what, I, the biggest X Men fan I know is JR. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! I mean, uh, I don't know that I can bring the same uh, emotional venom so to speak, uh, that Kelly brought, uh, there is just so much wrong with this. Uh, Mm -hmm. and and to be honest, I probably, I won't say a whole lot because really I would, I'm kind of saving it for dark web. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. He's saving up his rage in the spirit bomb. This is not a Spider-Man story. Uh, this does not, Spider-Man does not work. This is a Spider-Man's world. This is the world that Spider-Man works well in. Uh, it's, you know, I'm sick of, it, it's like, I'm sick of them trying to make Ben Riley happen. It's, yeah. He's not going to happen. He's not going to happen in any way, shape or form. Uh, so stop. Uh, and, yeah. uh, you know, I don't, well, it's these nineties under- kids that are now writing the damn books. They love mm-hmm. them some Ben Riley. but hold on. But see, here's the thing. When has an actual net, like, although really it'd be somebody born in the eighties, that true. would be like really no Ben, when have they been writing it? Because like I've noticed a lot of the writers for this whole situation is a little bit older than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did, well, did, I, I think did, I think Nick Lowe it. specifically has said that he loves Simpson Ben Riley. He grew and up th- reading that. Yeah. Zeb Wells has gone on Nick record. Nick Lowe knows how to read. <laughs> <laughs> Zeb, Zeb Wells has gone on record as saying he didn't care about Ben Riley. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. That tells you. Who's guiding the ship? But you just said he loved Ben Riley. What are you talking about? That's Nick Lowe who said he Nick loved, Lowe loves Lowe. Oh, I thought you were I thought you were saying I was talking about people in power uh were grew up in the nineties and they love Ben Riley and they're trying to make it happen. No, is what clearly they Too didn't bad. love Ben Riley if this is what they're doing with well, him. Well that's yeah. true. That's <laughs> true. Okay, here's the thing. They love him in the sense that they can self-insert as him. Yeah. I'll I'll put it this way. There's a lot of writers out here saying how much they love the character that they're writing. And that's probably because they're being told by marketing to say so. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, why would they be writing the character? Oh, because they were assigned. Because they're, because they're not because writer. they want to. But see, that's the thing. I, and I'm not saying this is not coming from a talent place at this point in my discussion. I'm literally saying the thing is, it used to be if someone had a story to tell, they would fight like hell to tell it. Now it's, hey, we need this. Uh, you're assigned to this. We need you on this. Uh, do, here's money. Would you like? Would you like to do this? It's not them coming to Marvel saying, "I have a story to tell. I want to tell this story." It's they're being, they're being told because they're, you know, they're not staff anymore. They're all pretty much freelance. So it's kind of like, hey, you want a gig? And yeah, they're going to take it because they want a gig. 
You want to pay like, rent? You want to pay rent for the next it's, three months? It's like the gift exchange from last night. Hey, Neil, you like money? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, and, I, and, I, but, but I, I think I ironically hit it by accident. Hey, buddy, you want to pay rent for the next three months? You're going to write this book that you don't care about, or you're going to go on the street, buddy. I mean, I think a perfect example would be like the the JMD Ben Riley book, the Untold yeah. Story. That was great. It's like it, he showed love for this character. He did. And it shows that, that, in the was book. A great book. That made me care about Ben Riley. Yeah. That book, The Lost Years. Him and John Romita Jr. Anyway. Oh, uh, a couple things in chat before we go to the issue everybody's been waiting for. Uh, Greg, uh, my friend from Missouri, uh, says, Brad, hi, everybody. Uh, Greg just completed his amazing Spider-Man run. Issue one, he finally purchased. So now no. he has a complete run of issue wow. one to current. And including oh, nice. the most recent dark web. So congratulations for putting that in your collection, Greg. Uh, congratulations for suffering. Uh, he's on the lookout for AF15, if memory <laughs> serves, from good his message luck. on Facebook. So good good job, Greg. Glad, glad you finally found one. He he keeps DMing me. He's like, hey, man, you want to get rid of your ASM1? I'm like, I'm good, dude. But I'm glad he found one. <laughs> uh, Jimmy James wrote, uh, I will say this. I've been a listener to this show since 2012 and 2013. Glad to join in chat-wise with everyone. Uh, Y'all are the real nonstop Spider-Man men and women. Kelly so just got bad go. flashbacks to that book. I, 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 <laughs> I did. You know what? You know what? I let. I actually like the writing in the book. The issue was the art. Mm. Um, I would agree, Josh. JMD Mateus is far better writer than arguably arguably anyone at currently at Marvel. I feel like that's okay. I'm going to be honest. I feel like that's a little bad faith because I mean, yeah, Zeb Wells isn't good. But there's a lot of really good titles out there. You, I mean, you kind of mm-hmm. have to look. You have to look for them. Jed but McKay's Zed, killing it. Yeah, Jed McKay's killing it. Oh, Al Jed Ewing. McKay is a very good writer. Al I, Ewing, I, I would agree. Al, Al, Al Ewing is killing it. I'm, I'm loving what I'm reading from Duke, and I'm looking forward to his Iron Man run. And I'm, loving, Daredevil. and I'm loving the the Captain America Sentinel Liber- Liberty run. It, it's, I, it's. I've mentioned this before, but when you bring up Daredevil, Daredevil consistently has been a good book for me. I've, because I've because liked Daredevil a lot. And I wonder if it's because he's not the flagship title. Or it's the, it's flagship exactly, that's exactly it. Yeah. Character. Because, because Daredevil mm-hmm. is like, I hesitate to say C-list, probably B-list is probably a better way to put it. Okay. But mm-hmm. as, a, as a B-lister, he doesn't have the constant editorial meddling where it's like, oh, look, we've got this movie coming out. Uh, change mm-hmm. this, change this, no matter how little it makes sense so that it has some thematic similarity yep. to the movie. Yeah, yeah. But if you're not reading Daredevil right now, it's really, really good. I, I'm liking what uh, Zdarsky's doing. Makes me wonder what Zdarsky would do on Amazing if he would have too many people in the kitchen with him. He, he'd probably half-ass it because he said consistently he doesn't want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't. He doesn't want to have to deal with the that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I think he's cited like fan expectations, but I think. If you read between the lines, he's also talking about editorial there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, real quick here. Let me remove this and I'm going to show something real quick. Um, also, can you, pull, can you pull up Josh's most recent comment? I, uh, give me uh, one second. I'm doing something else. Oh, real sorry. quick. So uh, we have a question about Mr. from Mr. Comics. We wonder how Mr. Peter David's doing. He had a stroke recently. Uh, and he is in the hospital and on Monday, we're recording this on Saturday, the 10th of December. Uh, he's according to his wife, he's going to be undergoing some surgery. Peter David, one of my favorite writers has had some health problems over the last few years. Uh, if you go to the GoFundMe, 
uh, and search Peter David Fund. Their goal mm-hmm. was 80 grand. They raised 82. So that's awesome. Uh, and by the way, we've been giving them a hard time, but check out um, Zeb Wells through in oh, two yeah. grand. Mm-hmm. Threw in two yeah. grand for Peter David. I think that is amazing. Also, nice. our friend Todd Knock, who I've interviewed, drew the Obama issue. That. And I think uh, and uh, the young Justice with Peter David back in the day dropped $2,500. So, so, again, Peter I, David, our thoughts. Go ahead. What? I was just going to say, I was like, it. I don't know. I always find it a little weird. We don't need to know who donates how much um, or how little. Uh, but I'm sure that um, that Peter David and his family wouldn't. Um, would definitely would definitely appreciate some more uh, money, even though they've reached their goal. Because you never sure. know what else can yeah, pop there's up. Be, there's gonna be there's gonna be physical therapy, recovery, right. all that stuff. Yeah. So, so definitely, if you guys can help, you definitely should. So if you go to the GoFundMe, also you can see updates. Uh, his wife Kathleen uh, said that one day he's going to be undergoing uh, major surgery. There are risks, but it could be worse to leave things as they are. Uh, also he's going to be going to rehab the strength of his muscles and get his brain back in order. So again, I've interviewed this man several times over the year. All, one of my all time favorite writers, uh, thoughts and prayers with him for this coming Monday surgery. I hope everything mm-hmm. goes. Okay. We'll if you'd like to donate, there is the link. GoFundMe Peter David fund is what the address is. So much love to Peter David. So thanks for bringing that up in the comment section. I meant to do that, but, uh, uh, wanted to do it and give a shout out. All right, let's go back to the last issue that we have for this show. Oh, and let me pull up the image of it. I've got it. Hang on here. There we go. I'm going to, I'm going to write down notes so Mike can read them in the chat. So yeah. Well, I do. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to need some context. Here we go. He's going to need some context okay. for a bunch of stuff. Right. Dark web. Number one. Oops. Let me hide that. Let me hide that comment. And mm-hmm. Mike, take me through this mini series, which I debated putting it on satellites. Yes. Well, <laughs> here we are, folks. We are going into the dark web, not that subset of the internet where you basically be basically uh, you know do where you can find like you know covert text messages or buy drugs from Canada or post images that people from uh, 4chan would blush. No, no, no. We are going into the long-awaited follow-up to Spider-Man. Beyond and the sequel to X Men Inferno from 1988. In 1988, yes, because you demanded it. Uh, this mm-hmm. was written by Zeb Wells, of course, and also uh, illustrated by, um, I believe, Adam Cooper. Although, yep, from we'll fresh from Adam off of, Cooper, uh, oh, actually, he still draws it. Wolverine, he still draws it. Yeah, no, I think he so left the title. Didn't up he? With, we uh, open up, it basically looks like it's somewhere, somewhere. Basically, somewhere. It, it looks like it's. It's uh, Ben, Ben, and Janine walking through a snow New York City, doing some window shopping, and they happen to meet up with uh, Peter and Mary Jane, who look way too disturbingly happy in this. <laughs> yeah, and basically, look, that's look the, at that. There you go. <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah, they look like they've been basically gotten been huffing some Joker gas in the yeah. basement. <laughs> um, so. Peter proceeds to start drips off Ben's hair and peels off his lips. And then as MJ puts Janine in the window in a back in her, her prison suit, 
Uh, ben, you know, Peter rips out Ben's brain, and they're cackling the whole time, all your fading thing. And that's when Ben, Ben, twenty seven, wakes up because it was all a dream. You see, you got the brain, and you're probably thinking, lifted. <laughs> Wait a second, this seems relatively familiar. That's because this is a direct callback to Uncanny X Men two eighty eight, where Madeline Pryor, aka the Goblin Queen, had a similar dream in which Scott Summers did the same thing to her. Although in that story, it kind of makes sense in context because aside from Maddie being a clone of Jean Grey, she was also one time married to Scott Summers, a.k.a. Cyclops, and even had a cut son, and they even had a kid together. Who was he, ran, he, ran, he ran out on them. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was getting to that. Yes, yeah, he did. <laughs> yes. So, Dad yeah, of the he year. ran out on yeah. both of them. Basically. Scott Summers went down to get some smokes and never came back. Yes, <laughs> As soon as Gene came back, he basically like, yep, I'm going to abandon my wife and son for this yeah. hot piece of uh, redhead. And this hot clone tail, yeah. <laughs> yeah, naturally, Madeline in that dream, in that nightmare sequence, it with the way Chris Claremont wrote it, it fits because it's like, hey, she feels their sense of self, of worthlessness and the feeling of abandonment is totally justified. In this scene, it's, hey, kids, remember this scene, this cool scene from a story from 30, 30 plus years ago? And also showing that Ben no. Riley basically, because this he thinks that Peter did this him, shows how completely and utterly delusional he is. In any case, um, after we get this callback, we basically so Maddie's basically there standing with her, looking like you know straight out of heavy metal comics with her like giant siphon and everything, and she's basically telling Ben like, "Yeah, we you got to harness all that misery and pain and use it as a weapon, like I did with this cool aside thing. So let's go ahead and take over the world." <laughs> Let's go put out 18 books and see if it sells. Anna, yeah. I can hear crawl I can hear crawling in my skin already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Ben. Very Together so. the X-Men and Spider-Man will sell millions. Yes. Uh, okay. Then after that prologue, we go to the coffee bean where all of our classic uh Spidey gain is there and with and Carly Cooper. Um <laughs> 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 and they're basically catching the readers up on certain things like Flash is basically saying, hey, remember that time where we first came to the coffee? Because what they're doing is they're celebrating the late Harry Osborne's birthday. That's how they're going to honor his memory. And they're the way, did Carly get about, anything more than this? Just this little panel? No. Um, yeah, right he's basically just saying he's talking about how trying to convince that, you know. Harry says he's a Formula One's a sport and everything. How he drank his first coffee. No, I'm you talking about Carly Cooper get anything more than this little panel here. Yeah, basically, she knows what happens. With, she knows, apparently knows the details about the mystery box, about Paul oh, okay. and the kids and everything. But of course, right. Deb Wells won't tell us anything because he hasn't wrote in that part yet because he's yeah. just still coming up with it. And we also get a reminder of what, you know, Randy mm -hmm. did anything. And, and, and after we get all of this reminiscent stuff, um, MJ goes up to Peter and says, Hey, and Peter's like, oh, I'm sorry, MJ, that I didn't say hi. I thought you were so mad at me. And she's like, well, no, we're going to call a truce. And here, you want me to buy you a cup of coffee, even though I'm already drinking a cup of coffee that I'm holding in my hand right now? <laughs> That's and true. He, and, Peter's, and Peter's like, sure. It's and he goes out of spite. <laughs> and, he goes, and he goes up to his barista. He goes up to the barista like he's some like saloon barkeep. And he says, hey, can I get some... Oat milk cappuccino. God, God. Okay, that's a strike. Okay, Peter but you Rose. can't you can't do cappuccinos without milk. I know, but he doesn't know. But apparently, he doesn't know that. But in any case, the uh, bar, the uh, barista who acts like a barkeep, like, well, no, it's on the house. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, it's being paid by that gentleman there, and he points to Norman Osborne, 
which is a feat in itself because Norm Osborne is actually standing out in the freezing cold. I thought it was Harry. <laughs> it looks like Harry to me. It's, it's a ghost. <laughs> I thought it was a ghost of Harry. I really <laughs> did. Now, I'm kind of hung up on how he actually paid for this coffee. I guess he used Venmo or something, basically, to do a big thing. But here he is. He's standing out of the He uses cold. Oscorp phone. He's Paul's yes. bankroller. <laughs> they yeah. all use Venmo at Oscorp. In any case, Peter goes running outside and says, Hey, Norman, what are you doing out here in the freezing cold and getting all morose and sad? You should come inside, even though probably everybody in that room hates you. And Norman's like, uh, Yeah, he literally killed Flash. So. <laughs> 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 he's he's either killed mutilated or tortured like half the people in that room i don't think he'll really allow it in there oh yeah and then check out the hair just the hair norman, looks great yeah and norman is like of course he's being all sad and he's saying you do realize peter that they're only celebrating the life of a clone and who died in my arms just like a clone died in your arms right peter remember that the one I killed too. <laughs> <laughs> the clone that I killed and then died. <laughs> hey Peter, remember that clone that I killed? The I clone like that Peter I killed. Says, it's all right. You're a different man now. Oh no, I'm getting that. It's okay. Nobody that. really liked Ben Riley in that damn hoodie. Because in response to that, instead of Peter saying, "Um, actually, Norman, um, we are celebrating the real Harry by honoring his birthday," so whatever. He then tells, he says to no Norman. Quite possibly the dumbest thing he's ever said since Clone Conspiracy Five. You're not. You're no longer that man, Norman. He says, "You're just a man who loved his son." Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm sure Pete loved his love flat Harry so much in his own twisted, psychotic, emotionally abusive way. Because you know, it's not like he sold Harry's soul to the to Mephisto or anything for you know to improve his business. Oh wait, he did, and or just emotionally, you know. Made his own son a wreck for years, even before he drank. No, no, he loved Harry. And then, then Peter goes on this story about how, like, oh, well, clones are people too, and and the clone Harry had like the say had all the good qualities here because he saved your life, Norman. Everything like this, and then Norman's like, no, well, Pete, I'm just, I'm, just, I feel, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm walling, I'm walling my angst and, and self pity and everything, and I know it's like so. I mean, I, I even I'm just going to go and rather than turn myself in to, to atone for my all the run I did like I should, I'm just going to go back home, get drunk and watch the news. And so he basically <laughs> just wanders away to the Incredible Hulk piano music. As he he's yeah. just like me. He's going to get drunk and watch <laughs> the news. <laughs> so we then go back to Limbo where we go back to our Ben 27 and Maddie and Ben's 27 is like, you know, I don't like surprises. I like to be with surprise thing. And Maddie's basically explaining this, her big master plan thing. So correct. Neil can correct me on this. So Maddie basically kind of took over limbo from, from the other, from Liliana yeah. Rasputin from magic. And on the condition was that you cannot attack Krakoa or anything associated with Krakoa. So yeah, Maddie's so like, that is all correct. So Maddie's like, okay, well, I need something from uh, from the X-Men's Krakoa base in New York City, but I can't contact you directly because of the way this deal works. So, but I can get other people to go in there for me, well, like you, Ben, and also uh, also uh, Janine, who is now Hollow's Eve and everything like this. But we also got one more person to join our little merry band of edge lords, and that is. <laughs> 
<laughs> edge lord. Okay. And that Cold is Steel. Cold Steel the Hedgehog. There and you go. that is the greatest edge lord of them all, Eddie Brock, aka Venom. Who is now, there? real quick, before you go farther, Mike. Now, Tyler, is Eddie Brock in this body, or is he nope, projecting from space? He, he, he is a mind in a symbiote right now that has been thrown okay. through time. I He's been thrown okay. through time. <laughs> this is just a symbiote with Eddie Brock's mental processes, huh? Yes. His okay. current body is destroyed. He is Eddie's only existing destroyed. in symbiotes right now. Okay. okay. That probably makes things a little bit better, then. What happens to him next? <laughs> so yeah. he then says, so Eddie, quote unquote, or Venom, he basically says, you need to, uh, where's my, he's like, give me back my son. Where's my son? Basically like, you know, like Neil, Liam Neeson and Taken. He's basically like, you should, you could help me get my son back. And then he's like, oh no, yeah, don't worry. We'll, we'll help you find Tyler. This. But first, uh, we're going to play doctor and I'm going to have you basically do a little lobotomy thing. We'll get to later and stuff. And so that's cut scene. Then we go to um, then we go to um, see the X Men. Basically, it's the New York X Men. Basically, you got Scott Summers, Gene, Magic, Iceman, Firestar, Havoc. They're basically just wandering around, doing some Christmas stuff, basically hiding and everything. Basically, doing some. Gene's doing her psychic stuff, but basically to try to make sure that no one notices them because she's invading. She's invading all their minds. Telepaths yes. are like telepaths are the worst people on the yeah. planet. Yep. Havoc is complaining about, hey, Firestar, you have heat powers. Why don't you make us feel warm? And she's like, no, I want to feel like a normal person because, you know, and but I'll do, but I'm going to make you warm anyway. And Bobby's like, oh, well, that's not, well, not fair or whatever. And while they're doing this, Magic sees basically some elves in a, in a window, like the old toy elves who look like super creepy. And yes, he's chants Textus Tanebron, which, and you're you going to see this a lot, folks, because there's a what? hole because the because I the thought very that next said page, Texas the first time I read it. Texas I did. Tenenbaum. Texas Tenenbaum. Which, which, by the way, which is Latin, of course, for the text of darkness. Oh, I didn't now, know that. Okay. Well, I actually, well, I did some, I did some research on this, Brad, okay, which apparently good. nobody in this comic did because in the very next page, we have Maddie playing a ridiculously large pipe organ. In limbo, and she's she and everyone is chanting Texas Tannenbaum, and they're playing music. So technically, they should be chanting the Song of Darkness, which should be Cantium Tenebrum, not Textum Texas Tannenbaum. But okay, the heck? I'm not going to harp on dead languages and everything. But she starts playing this thing, and then not only does she apparently, apparently not only does Maddie fail basic Latin, she also fails slam poetry because. She basically goes in this whole rhythm like, do you like my song? Shall I play along? And goes in this whole little litany about how basically what she's going to do. Like, do you like my song? Should I play along? And then Matt and then uh, Matt and then um, and then uh, Hollow's Eve and Ben 27 is like, yeah, do it. And <laughs> we're just trying to get our own it. book after it's this. Like, it's like Eric Andre's character in Disenchanted. Do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> just do it. And that's and then we cut to the next scene. And that's when. Um, we have Peter. Basically, he decides to say, "Hey, bye, everyone. Oh, and bye, MJ. Thanks for the talk that we should that, that we had off panel and everything." And that's what his fire sense goes off. It's like, "Oh gosh, he's hearing the awful music." And then we cut to, and then we go to Jean, and she's hearing the awful music, and everyone's like, "What is that?" And that's when the mimics from D and D decide to attack um, because 
because, <laughs> because Heck, basically that's what these days are. This is a, again flashback to Injection Inferno. Inferno. Same thing happened here. Yep. Basically, all these demons from Limbo take over inanimate objects and just basically with and try to eat people. And while this is going on, um, we get a callback to the fact that Alex, um, Alex, uh, aka Avic, uh, yes, uh, did date, did have a date crush on uh, on uh, Madeline Pryor, even though she what he was his ex sister in law. So there's that. And we also had well, this- well when Mark Sylvester drew her, she was pretty cute. Yeah, back and in the then 80s, we had in there, there, there's there's the family bro code, Brad. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, take a look at this next scene, Mike. Look mm-hmm. at stick figure Spider-Man running here. <laughs> oh yes, oh yeah, yeah. Not exactly Cooper does his best here. But What's going on case, there? While these things are inanimate objects, basically the mimics are attacking. Um, you know, you know, basically it's like they they thinking, oh my gosh, it's totally Madame Pryor again, and then and and Jean Grey. Best psychic in the world is like, I don't sense her anywhere. And then Scott's like, look, I got two eyes. I don't I can totally see this is totally Maddie's doing. Is and she then, like is, is she the Deanna Troy of the X-Men? I, I sense some, I sense something. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Meanwhile, magic is like thinking. Meanwhile, magic <laughs> is like, yeah. Meanwhile, magic is like, but she, but 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 Madeline Pryor's changed. I mean, why would she do this? It's not like you completely, completely throw up all this character development with, you know, after I gave her limbo, like this doesn't make any sense at all. And it's like, and meanwhile, as Brad was showing, Spider-Man is basically going through, putting on his suit and he goes to Times Square, but yeah, and sees all the Zamb- the killer Zamboni machines are attacking. And he's like, Oh, this is kind of weird. I remember all this stuff from Inferno. Remember that story from 30 plus years ago, which some of you probably haven't yeah. read. And so, then we get that. Then we go back to Maddie and Hallow's Eve. They arrive in New York and they're kind of saying, hey, Eddie, come on, let's go. But apparently he's reluctant to do something. And apparently, and it was like, why? But meanwhile, we cut back to um, Norman watching the news, which might as well be uh, Kermit the Frog going, furniture all over town are turning into monsters. And so it's <laughs> which is pretty much it. And um, that's when Ben Riley shows up and he's like, hey, Norman, you remember me, right? And Norman's like, vaguely. Yeah, I um, killed you 30 years ago. I Maybe killed you 30 years ago. <laughs> and, and so Ben Riley's like, you know something? I had all my memories taken away from me. I mean, I had the good ones and even some of the bad ones. But you know who I remember? I remember you. And I'm going to. And that's when Norman basically decides, oh, I'm going to basically suit up all of a sudden. And but Ben 27 kicks him. and then. And then he basically starts, you know, kicks him in the kidneys there. And then Norman's like, oh, he suits up and he's, yes. he tries to kill Ben using the same tactic he's tried every single time. Hey, try the glider, go in the back. Doesn't work, you know. And then he suits up in the golden glider thing. Ben 27 is like, aha, well, I posed as Peter Parker while you were, you know, just conveniently. So while you, before you came to his office, so take a load, you know, so kaboom and blows up his glider. And then he says, so. You want to make some. Uh, you want to make some. Uh, you want to basically do some. Um, you want to basically do some amends. Well, here you go. One amend, two amend, three amend, four, five and six, six, six amend, six, seven amend, more, and basically starts beating the ever living crap out of him. There's no way. Ben yeah. Riley, well, Jr. I'm personally offended. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Go ahead, Mike. 
Here's the thing. Now, we're supposed to probably interpret this scene as being like, oh, look how far Ben 27 has oh, fallen please. and how there's a total reversal and how Norman. he's being a poor Norman Osborn. Please. But in the meantime, I'm going, yeah, go, Ben, go. Beat him up some more. You no. have to deserve this. Why? Um, because <sighs> I don't buy, I'm sorry, I'm one of those people that doesn't buy Norman's redemption for a second. I, I don't either, know. but I don't see, I don't see clone 27 taking out norman osborne i just well yeah it's yeah any any case uh, meanwhile we go back to maddie and halsey and they're talking to eddie and like thinking or you're like hey what's the matter with you he says well and then and and venom's like well that was before we knew he was fear and we're gonna finally kill him and we're like what are you talking about and and the venom swings off and, he, and then we get a glorious shot I haven't seen um, it. We're going to eat Spider-Man's brains because why not? We got to go back to that. So completely derail everything there about Venom. So and that's how we leave the issue. Can just, ima- <laughs> no, just no, imagine, just imagine, just imagine if our other friend from Texas was on this line right now, and he had to read that last panel. <laughs> he would have left the show by now. <laughs> he would have. He would have rioted. I gotta okay. say, I, I, I gotta say, I do love that. Um, Maddie and Hallow's Eve try, have the energy of like two parents trying to get their kid out of the car to go to church. Yeah, come on, Eddie. To you gotta go. Yeah, so basically, what Maddie did was basically lobotomize Lemon back to his brain-eating self from the nineties, because they figured she figured, and then oh, maybe we overdid it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that so. this is a bit. In any case, my Mike, what's your grade, grade on this this issue? I'm giving this a D, a D plus. Okay. Uh, Tyler. I'll give it a D. And Neil. I'm giving it a D minus. Uh, Kelly. <laughs> the gradually falling grade. Um, I feel like, to me, it feels like what happens when you have a brain aneurysm. So I'm going to say incomplete. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> JR. I was about to say, whenever I give incompletes, George Behrman calls me a coward. So, uh, <laughs> you know, if he were it's on your era, he'd be. Well, he'd I mean, I, I had a brain aneurysm. How am I supposed uh, to like give a grade? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a D. Definitely a D. D. Uh, I'm also agreeing it's a D. It wouldn't, it would possibly be an F if this was an amazing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this is a side mini. Take it, leave it if you want. Uh, does it make me excited to spend more money on 18 issues? I should yeah. be as the amazing friends fan excited that Iceman and Firestar are in a book with Spider-Man. They did it but just for you, Brad. I guess they, they, even, yeah. they only meet each other in this issue. No. I was, even, I was even, I was even writing in the chat. Like while I was doing, I was doing my context notes for Mike. I was yeah. like, so here's the X-Men lineup. He, two of them are here to pander to Brad. Yeah. Well, it's not oh, working. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Sega's not even there either. So yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's just, this what's is, your, what'd you like about it, Mike? Um, there were parts of Kubrick arc that were okay, but this is not his best work because it's very, there's parts of it. Like you show that sticker. There are certain things like there's this, there's parts of it that are really good. Like, especially if he has like splash pages, but there's other parts of it. That's just like, are kind of incomprehensible. Like if you go yeah. back to that, um, if you go back to the, um, the coffee bean scene, Who's Here, Mary Jane talking to you to in that scene? She's talking yeah. to two people. One of them is Carly. Who's the other one? It's Emily Osborne. Is it? Is it though? It's, it's, it's Norman. Know. It's Norman Osborne's dead wife. Yeah, I don't did, know. Did you That's see the, the scene where Ben Riley was decapitated? Did you see I it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Look, it, 
Ben Riley has a floating head right there. Yes. And I don't know who his head is not connected is. to his body. And I don't know who the other guy is cheering on the other side. The big horse here. Just, <laughs> He's it's, excited, her, it's, her hype, it's her hype man. <laughs> yeah. It's the hype man. It's, he, yeah. it's Limbo's hype guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's DJ Hellion or whatever. I don't know. Oh, that, but, I, that actually kind of works. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's on the one hand, I guess you could say it's, I guess it has some ridiculous charm and everything, but charm. I mean, it's it's a struggle. Okay, Mike, if, Mike, struggle. If Mike, if you're struggling to give a pro, I'll give I'll give one. Oh yeah, okay. Neil, the biggest X Men fan I know, give me some pros out of this in my okay. Spider Man book. So okay, um, the X Men weren't written offensively, aside yeah. from aside from uh, like magic going like no, Maddie, how could you? Um, which in fairness i would be just as confused as her if like the person i told to rule over hell came back with a bunch of demons yeah Um, oh yeah it's like and yeah even they even kind of reference that where scott's like she's called the goblin queen you didn't think this was gonna happen but even real 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 side real side note why is cyclops funnier than peter like his humor (laughs) like in in this book cyclops is more engaging to read than peter is well, here's the thing. I figure he kind of know Maddie better than everyone since this was his, his this is his ex-wife, and so it's just like you know, it's like Lamal <laughs> I mean, ran on my wife and child to go bang the original redhead. <laughs> Kelly was yeah. talking about how the editorial is out to sell a lot of books. There's not really a lot of consistency, and this image right here, this is what editorial wants, right? <gasps> they want you to buy all these things, and oh, there's I know. a flowchart <laughs> of how to read it, how to buy it, mm-hmm. etc. Yeah, I mean, this is what it's. This is what the game is. This is not mm-hmm. to tell a really good story. It's to sell all these books. It's also very telling that it's they're showing a dark web, you know, X Men. So they're not even actually putting the X Men titles in. The good. Oh yeah. They're, True. Yeah. They're yeah. Not even, that, that's a that's a that's a plus for me because I don't have that's to. A plus. I don't have, yeah. That's a title that I'm liking. That's not derailed by an awful event. <laughs> hmm. And yeah, but they're, however, they're glad they throw Venom and Venom and Spider Man in here. Yeah, but the, the yeah, exception, however, I liked Gold Goblin a lot. Mainly, mm-hmm. Jr. Do you think a Jr. Uh, a Jr. Ongoing? Do you think a Norman on, <laughs> Ongoing would work? <laughs> a Jr. Ongoing. Wow. <laughs> who, who writes? Who draws? Oh my! No, no, I, I, I don't, don't want to see a Norman Osborn no, Ongoing. No, no, I don't. I really don't. Well, um, a good many every now and then. I, I do have another pro. Um, the color. Okay. Frank Frank Martin knocks it out of the park as far as colors go. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's there's bits and pieces where Kubert's art isn't finished, and you can yeah. tell that, that like on that page where Ben wakes up in uh, limbo after his nightmare, where it looks mm-hmm. like the colors are, where it looks like the flames were just photoshopped in at the last minute before going to print. Yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah. aside from that, the textures, the textures and colors are more or less on point. <laughs> it's a very solid. It's a very solid uh, visual experience. Mm-hmm. Yes, Hornacek. The podcast is technically called a JR ongoing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A crawl space special presentation. JR is on issue 760, whatever. I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I do have a pro as well. In yeah. that, uh, I, I enjoy seeing the gang at the coffee bean. It's. It, mm-hmm. I feel like it's been a while. And so even though you have the stupid stuff with the MJ thing, I enjoy seeing Flash and Peter and, you know, all, all, all the buddies together again. It's just mm-hmm. even though technically... Uh, Flash is supposed to be in 2099 right now. So I don't know yeah. how he's here. 
Don't ask questions. And then also, if he is here, he is a superhero. So why is he not helping with this? Is he just drinking coffee while while he's watching all this? He doesn't have any responsibilities. His uncle has power. His uncle didn't die. He's all good. Hey, everyone else did. I'll I'll give him credit for the fact that they're finally, you know, basically doing a reference to Harry Osborne here. Because when was the last? Because remember, he died during well, his clone died in uh, in Spencer's run, and it's been how it's been over a year since we actually got some kind of. Is it bad that I forgot Harry was a clone? I don't care. Yeah, I really I didn't remember that. Well, again, it's also so we can call back to the fact that hey. You remember Ben Wright? Ben, you know, so, he's can, a clone, I, so Ben Wright is a clone and all that stuff. So Normie's dad, no, not Normie. No. Uh, Stanley's dad is a clone. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Huh. So technically, <laughs> technically, Normie and Stanley are genetically brothers, but I guess actually cousins. They're it's kind of like, like half brothers or something. Yeah. yeah so well, weird. it's, it's kind of like um, where Riley Thine. Aka Dark Devil in um, mm. MC2 and Mayday are cousins, even though they don't know that. Well, May yeah. doesn't know that uh, mm. she has a cousin. I do have mm. I do have one kind of pro. Um, while the story's pacing is all over the place in terms of like page flow and how how yep. events go from one scene to the next, their tone the book itself is tonally very consistent. There's no like stupid MCU quips. Mm-hmm. Um, or like anything that really ruins the tonal flow. I'll give it that. It's, it's very consistent in how it wants to bring itself as like this kind of gothic uh, <laughs> horror book. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Mike, talk about the letters pages. Nick Spencer, Nick Spencer, Nick, uh, Nick Lowe. Oh, Nick Lowe's gone on this one. He's like, I can't do this. Ah, <laughs> here's I'm my clone. Here's, here's my clone, Albert Benazak. Albert, yeah, uh, Albert Finney. Van Zaka. Van Zack. I will. Say, yeah. I will. I will say. Um, it just turned out it was Nick Lowe having a little laugh in the in the letters page. People got mad about this for some reason. I'm like, he's just having fun. This isn't yeah. worth. This isn't worth getting mad over. It was some joke about this was his clone, but no one really what? got it. <laughs> so. wait, wait a minute that's nick lowe yes yeah it, it says nick, spider editor nick lowe's clone and then on in the um in on his twitter feed he said hey i'm albert uh it's me albert bazanak or bazanak here and yeah. oh. and then everyone got How mad are you like supposed no. to know that i don't well, i mean it's twitter? it says it says it's, it says it's his clone so i mean you it can is, kind of it's supposed to be a joke clones. about him being his clone and um, it was a Dolan did, got it, the joke. It didn't it, land at all. It, it didn't land. It didn't land, but like people who realized it were like they got mad about it for some reason. Like it's a bad joke. It wasn't worth like getting mad that Nicolo joked about replacing so we have it. To it was funny that by reading his Twitter. It was funny that a bunch of clickbaity websites like, hey, is there a new editor on Spider-Man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. But um, was this clickbait journalist not doing their job? No. I haven't heard cool. Kelly's thoughts on this book. You're good. No one needs. <laughs> Don't you have a few cons? This book is a con. Yeah. Hey, Tyler, yeah. we haven't heard from you. Uh, Venom was in this book, and you got character assassinated. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, Tyler, what do you think of the brains? Oh my god! Got lobotomized by here's here's the the funniest part about this is that they just announced a series, uh, a second series where we're back to Lethal Protector again. Classic yeah. '90s Venom, and I'm excited about that. And then this, I'm dreading it. 
because th- <laughs> because that that is a fun flashback to a fun time with Eddie in his classic goofy '90s self. That's kind of crazy and blames everybody else for his own problems. This is a regression from what Eddie has become, and I am mm-hmm. now forced to watch this. No, not only is it a regression, it is a giant pausing crossover that it's tangling up everything in the Venom book and now I have to sit through a bunch of tie-in issues and yeah. nothing's going to get progressed. Like It's awful. Like This is my hell. <laughs> because you demanded it. I'm truly in limbo. This is... <laughs> Did we hear JR's cons? JR, no. have you ranted yet? No, okay, I, I have I haven't ranted yet. Uh, okay, let's but, hear. It. Uh, I'm starting to get, to, I'm starting to run out of gas. So like I'm even, be... even hyped himself up and he ran out of gas before he could finish pumping. Yeah, I used all my energy uh, playing with my toys and engaging in all yeah. the fisticuffs. Oh, this it, it's it's hard to uh, it, it it's almost hard to articulate just how awful yeah. this is. First of all, the art sucks. I just it just the art is. It, like you know you guys point you know bring out you know like the disembodied head and the stick figure spider-man and you mm-hmm. know and then like when i was going to say something like when peter stepped up to the bar or whatever to the to get the drinks or whatever that didn't look like a vaguely look like a human being and then like when he talked <laughs> to mary jane he looks like one of these guys who's like <coughs> you know like maybe had jaw cancer and part of his jaw was removed um no, so the art is art is just awful um that one that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like when someone, you know, one of these people who smokes too much and they wind up having cancer or something, and then, oh. you know, so he's had part of his jaw removed. He looks uh, like Humphrey Bogart from, uh, from the treasure of Sarah Madre, where you go around part of me, fella. Can you spare a bell fellow for a butt? What is with Peter's trailer trash chin there? Like it looks like something. I Looks like something Stuart Eminem drew back in 2005. What the hell? And I like, I generally like his art style. Uh, mm. I do not like the oh, little yeah. dot eyes. Yeah, this is Cooper just being, I think the thing is because Cooper can draw better, way better than this. And he's yeah. just kind of phoning it in, I think, a lot of places. I think maybe just for time. Or I don't know. What's if it was time? Because he only had he, one issue. He hasn't done Wolver- <laughs> He hasn't done a Wolverine issue in like three and, months. What's he been working on? And Jr. Does that look like Harry or Norman? It looks like Harry. I mean, exactly. Uh, there, there's, there's, you know, and and this whole scene. I mean, uh, you know, well, first of all, one of my biggest cons is uh, I I don't know what's going on here. To be honest, I mean, I don't have any. I don't. Yeah. Know any of the X Men stuff, for example? Um, mm-hmm. Don't care either. Uh, but yeah. y- you know, I, I so I, I mean, I'm really clueless about all this limbo, and and nobody's explaining it. I mean, you know, back no. in the old days, you know, you had to, br- you had to bring me on to explain it. Well, <laughs> yeah. no, back in the old, yeah, uh, yeah, a Spider Grogu. <laughs> Uh, which I think somebody affectionately <laughs> called you. Spy- if I'm Spider, you're, you're Spider Grogu. Oh, but, I thought that I, was me. I thought someone called me. If you were Spider Yoga, I was Spider Baby Yoga. Oh, I, oh, I thought that was I because I, I said that. I think it's. Wait, you guys are both me. Padwans of the so, we've, house. Yeah, we're like, we're like, we're uh, like <laughs> it's like uh, asexual reproduction. We just split off from Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Need, uh, yeah. Uh, no, okay, <laughs> okay. I don't need nobody. Nobody needs those mental images. Uh, but but and, and for example, uh, another thing about not knowing what's going on. I mean, so one, I'm not even invested in anybody here. 
right. because I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, and, and, and for, I'll give you uh, something else. Like for example, my daughter actually is starting to get interested in the comic comic books and things like that. It's, she's a late bloomer when it comes to that. And like for, you know, just grins, I bought her the old, uh, cause she likes a black cat. She likes Mary Jane. She likes, she's really got a big thing for Wanda right now, you know? Uh, but, um, uh, you know, I so I bought her like the the Mary Jane, uh, uh, a black cat, you know, team up, you know, one shot from a few months ago, and she thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, but you know, like, but for example, if she were to pick up, like, you know, because because uh, Nick's clone here is bragging about, oh, and it branches off into you know, uh, Mary Jane and black cat number one and two, and it's like, you know, if my daughter picks that up, she'd go see what the f is going on here. No, what yeah. this is not, you know, this is not what she wanted. This is not and what I, she anticipated when she wanted to read about adventures of Mary Jane, the black cat. Hey, who's you the know? audience, and, JR? They're referencing and, Inferno from 1988. Is this the yeah. old school? And I'm gonna be honest, readers, who is, who is this for? Well, it would, you know, it's, I don't know. I mean, a lot of us, though, us old comic fans do like to have. We know we, I mean, like some, sometimes we do like fan service. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I'm just thinking like, for example, when we talked about Spider-Man amazing 800, you know, and Jonah brings out the, the, the suit or the robot Marla Madison made for him in like 168 or something, you know, I got a big kick out of that. And, you yeah. know, it is a bit, was a big, fairly big event, but only us who are old, remember it. I mean, yeah. nobody else is, you know, the, the, the young people aren't going to remember it. Uh, they're not going to understand the significance. I don't even know what his significance was. Cause I didn't re read the end of it. You know, I just read the Spider-Man mm -hmm. issues. Um, you know, do, I, I all, and like with Norman showing up, I mean, all the, why it's like, everybody now knows that Peter is cuddly with Norman. Like, shouldn't they be mad at him? You know, should mm -hmm. like, what the F are you doing with this guy? Um, yeah. And, uh, I, you know, and I will say, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, f first, I, I don't know. I, I will say before you go to that rant, stay there for a second. I, I had this ready to go. Does this ring true for the two characters, this panel to you, Jr. No, because no, I, Peter I, is I, still, I, nope. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was agreeing with you, Jr. I was nope. interested in what you were going to have to say about this. Cause this is Peter says you're a different man now. And that man it's, loved it's his just, son. It's okay no, to be it's, sad. It's, Harry's yeah, gone. It's, it's not, it's, it's not Peter and Norman shouldn't be in this place yet. You know, no. first of all, first of all, though, Norman did love Harry. Okay. I mean, he did. I, I, I to be honest, I hated the whole selling the soul thing that Nick Spencer came up with. Cause that was absolutely ridiculous. It was stupid. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was mm -hmm. just stupid period. I mean, and for example, then like, and I made this point before that doc Ock, so you know sold something to mephisto so he could get his old body and everything back again it's like so like some of the three most important characters in spider-man's history spider-man norman osborne and doc doc all made deals with mephisto what kind of <laughs> crap is that um i i, I, I want to point out real quick jr you, you said that like as someone who isn't uh it hasn't been reading current x-men and is kind of only dipping into asm whenever brad dredges you up for another episode um yeah. you didn't really know what was going on yeah as someone who has been reading current X-Men even further than Mike has, um, mm -hmm. I can safely say I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> because, because the book just plops us in the middle of like Maddie's uh, I want to do terrorism plot. And mm -hmm. it kind of just, oh, here's the X-Men doing Christmas shopping things in their in their combat costumes for some reason. Let's not yes. talk about that. Um, but like, it's especially like, oh, we're, here we go. Let's go. Yep. 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 <laughs> You know, and, and the thing is, though, all these, you know, 
so much of the story was skipped and we've talked about this before too, about how, you know, most of the interesting story could have been told was in the six months. Like for example, Norman's reaction to Harry being a clone, Harry dying again. How is Norman without his sins dealing with that? How did anybody deal with that? Liz, the Harry's kids. We, you know, we skipped mm -hmm. all that because it's just too hard to write probably. <laughs> yeah. you know? yeah. Don't, um, don't, don't, don't ask hard questions. Just, yeah. I just mean, John Harry's, return, wow. Harry's return and, I mean, I mean, I don't know. It would almost I, his return and then death again, and then he's like, it's like I don't, it's, this would be catastrophic for these people. I mean, mm -hmm. they, you know, it, it just we've missed all that. We've missed all that. Uh, you know, there's no impact. There's no hardly any fallout from. I mean, Nick Spencer was doing an epic run. Now, whatever mm -hmm. you think about which like, for example, the GOG issues and the fact it was strung out too long or whatever, and then completely went into the shitter at the end. But he was writing an epic story. Yeah. And even if, for example, he had been allowed to finish it, and I don't know what the hell he had planned for, you know, I mean, it's like, I don't know, maybe he was going to send it into the shitter too. You know, maybe we're, maybe we're giving <laughs> too much, maybe we're giving him too much credit because this is the guy who turned Captain America into a Nazi and gave us, uh, mm -hmm. what, what was that horrible piece of shit? Secret, uh, Secret Empire. Yeah, Secret Empire. So, um, but, but, but he was writing an epic story. And like, even if he left the title and then whoever took over, the, 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 the fallout from that story would have been just tremendous, absolutely tremendous, but we we've skipped yeah. all that. I mean, that's kind of what we would be part of what we would have been interested in. We skipped all the, that, um, you yeah. know, and, and, and I don't think anybody in the, in the coffee bean would, I mean, they know Peter's getting buddies with Norman. I mean, it's like, what are you doing talking to that guy? He killed me. And, uh, <laughs> none of it makes it Liz what's Liz's opinion of all this right you know? and that's what yeah. that's what throws me about this whole scene it's just when I've read this scene about with Peter and Norman outside and he's talked about oh well, it, like, it occurred to me just how false this whole thing is become this whole thing is like this redemption story is because if Norman was truly redemptive if he wanted to basically you know pay penance for all of his past misdeeds he could turn himself in and confess to his crimes and everything like this but no we're not going to do that and then and then it it harkens back to something like even when when he was at his first repentant when he says oh i, I want to atone for myself and then peter in spencer's run was angry at him like no you don't get off that easy you don't just basically mm -hmm. declare like oh i'm i'm going to repent now and not i'm going to beat the shit out of you <laughs> yeah we went from this to all of a sudden like Oh, they're now best pals and everything. And then, and Peter's like, "Yeah, come on inside. I'm sure no one will be will mind." Oh, you know, even though uh, you pretty the, much had grievances with every single person in there. This is and the guy. Like, this is I like the guy. Uh, Hor 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 real quick. I like what Hornacek just said. Is Emily Osborne at that party? <laughs> what is she saying? I pretend to be dead for most of Harry's life. Well, that's what we're thinking. Well, who was that? Person we, was Osborne? she in that was coffee that bean Emily thing? Osborne? Yes, that was, was her. That Emily Osborne. No, MJ know. calls her Mrs. Osborne. <laughs> well, that well, would be Liz. See, Liz is Liz. That was weird. Oh, but, but Peter's talking to Liz. Go ahead, Kelly. Oh, I think every everyone's forgetting though. Technically, even though we never found out or ever really truly dealt with it, um, we did last see Emily as. Uh, Mrs. Like, what was it? She was going as Emily Lyman. She had a different mm -hmm. name and she was the nanny. So, yeah. like, it would make sense for her to be there if she was still the nanny. But, like, the fact that, like, like y'all said, we're seeing literally MJ, like, she's Mrs. Osborne. 
why is she there? We still don't know this story. Mm-hmm. I want to see that story more than I want to see absolutely like, this the whole crap which has a mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, but, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, it's a mystery. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, Norman. I mean, we should have seen Norman's. I mean, for for any of this to have any meaning, and for Gold Goblin to have any meaning, we should have seen Norman's build up to this. I mean, there's a whole. Uh, how yeah how does how does he how does he go about you know like for example they tell alcoholics you know with the 12 you know you're probably familiar with the 12 steps one of the 12 steps is to uh you know go to everybody that you've you've harmed or that you've done and you apologize to them you know we should have mm-hmm. seen norman going through the 12 steps we don't get any of that that's too hard to write you know and some people yeah. might accept it and some people and a lot of people wouldn't you know i mean and 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 somebody could write a gripping story dealing with that someone what do you do what do you, what do you do you know when you're trying to you know, redeem yourself. You know, I mean, and nobody will there's let. A, there's you. a Nor- That sounds like a Norman miniseries. That sounds pretty good. I, but I, I don't think it. anybody could write it. They, I don't think anybody's yeah. got the. You know, I don't know. But and another thing too about whether or not uh, a Ben could could beat up Norman. Uh, yeah. First of all, I, I get. I would say yes, but here's. But of course, it's done like shit. You know, that's the thing. You know, it, it's always <laughs> it, it, the execution always sucks. But first of all, yeah. Norman doesn't have his killer instinct. Norman, whatever's happening, he doesn't have the killer instinct. You know, he's probably medicated himself too, really, when you think about it, because he probably, you know, realizes he has a problem now. Theoretically, see, that's the thing. I mean, he would probably be medicated. You just all kinds of stuff we're skipping, but anyway, but first of all, Ben Riley is Spider-Man is Peter Parker. And I've always felt Peter, uh, Peter is stronger than Norman. I mean, Peter Peter could kill Peter could have killed Norman a long time ago if he'd wanted to. I mean, you look what he could have easily killed him during um, uh, when when he Norman killed Gwen. You know, he had him on the ropes. He was beating him to death. Yeah. Norman couldn't. You know, and Peter is so fast. For example, you know, he's so quick. I mean, you know, like for example, when he fought the Kingpin that one time or whatever, he's just too fast for these people, you know? Mm-hmm. So he could have killed Norman a long time ago. If he'd wanted, he could have killed Norman, uh, in, uh, 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 the death in the family when Norman wanted him to. So yeah, yeah I, it did. I didn't, it didn't strike me as odd. And, and to be honest, it, I like the idea of Ben Riley wanting to come back and exact to get a piece of flesh for Norman Osborn. You know, what? Oh, yeah. Hold on a sec. What medication do we think Norman is on? Is he on Mary Jane? I mean, marijuana? <laughs> okay. Really, really quick. That's, I'm not, that's sure. not something that messes with, like, it's... yeah, that chills Norman. Yes. Yeah. I know. I'm not sure if Jared's in the middle of a point, but I just thought of this. Why isn't Felicia here? Okay, I, and I'm going to explain. So in Mary Jane and Black Hat number two solicits, they make a big deal about, oh, Felicia's got a new man in her life. And then after Dark Web ends, she and Peter go into like, I don't know, the Sandals Resort in Buffalo, New York for a romantic getaway. But it's like, we haven't seen this relationship at all, aside from Peter maybe asking her out. So like, maybe having her in like in the coffee bean at all? Yeah. Would, 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 yeah. At, least, would at least justify like, the the solicitation point about like oh there's a new man in Felicia's life and MJ isn't happy about it or something yeah. and I, I don't know it feels like they're telling us what to think rather than like ex- rather than us Maybe. coming to that conclusion. Yeah. All right, <laughs> they're start, they're I starting- think <laughs> I think we need to start wrapping it up. We need to get to our Patreon. Let's do some final thoughts. Mike, what's your final thoughts? Was this a good month? Um, it started okay. <laughs> 
it and did. then it just, went to it just went down into the dark web. It did. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good well, way to put it. It is limbo, so how low web. can you go? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's a li- limbo. Yes, how low can this book can go? go? I like that. That's that's good. Tyler, any other thoughts? That's good. Uh, yeah, I just don't. I don't want X Men mixing into Spider Man stuff, and it seems like yep. we're just we're just in for a ride. Unfortunately, how many months is this? Three, three yeah, months. Too many. Thing? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be what February? We're out of this thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my birthday's coming. <laughs> gotta talk about this in ASM. I got to talk about this in Venom. Like, ugh. And lights. Yep. Uh, Neil Baja Blast Bonanza over there. So it started off good, like Mike said, but yeah. then it it, uh, it took my soul and it went to the chasm and it won't come back out. Uh, the, and I'm with Tyler on this. I I don't as much as I'm enjoying like the main X Men book and like a couple of the, of the other ones. I don't think Spider Man and X Men need to be crossing over. But at least X Men is not getting derailed, so I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Spider Man has been be derailed nice. for like three months now with the yeah, Judgment more- Day. The hello, 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 good. The Hellfire Gala. Yeah. It's been Hellfire derailed, Gala. It, I think it's been derailed since like February of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, Kelly, final thoughts. Um, this is a story. <laughs> now this is a story all about how my life got and, uh, upside down. I, I just, I don't know how long I'm going to stay on this ride if we have to deal with this. Yeah, hopefully after February it gets better. Hopefully. But, but the odds, I don't know. JR, final yep. thoughts. We are in for a bumpy ride here. We are in for a bumpy <laughs> ride. Although I did, there was one thing I wanted to say I didn't get a chance to say earlier is because you guys were talking about, uh, you know, well, people, the people who read about Ben Riley in the 90s say they're bringing him back because they liked him or whatever. And I was thinking, boy, isn't that the same logic of those losers who say, oh, I got into the like, comic stern secret wars, you know, like that makes it all okay, <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so. uh, yeah, yeah. But no, it, it, it's, it's, oh, this is going to, this is going to be awful. Yeah. Uh, coming up in about five, 10 minutes, uh, we're running a little late on Patreon tonight because we were so dark. We were very dark. We were down deep in the dark web. We were, down in, the we were down in the chasm. I want to encourage you. Uh, someone, my friend Kelly, has been working hard to talk about this book on Patreon uh, on our Spider Satellite <laughs> show. She is going to, she's the biggest Spider Girl fan I know. And she <laughs> is going to um talk about this <laughs> yeah yeah um i mean let's be fair uh it is being given um good reviews by people but i think the issue is that they maybe haven't been uh reading spider girl or haven't read it recently and uh i i haven't i, I i'm trying i'm making sure that i am bringing as much visual aids and yep. uh history and uh Citing stuff and make sure that everything's based in fact and not an opinion since people uh, on our our, on our own discord um, kind of already called me a negative Nancy, which I I did say I was like, if things turn around, I'll eat my Ugg boot. Um, Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is I'm pretty sure I'm right here. So if you want to hear why um, this actually is about as. I mean, it's not Web Warriors issue eight bad. She's not making sandwiches. Um, but it's if if you want to hear where things are not quite right, um, I would suggest to 
sign up for Patreon and come listen because I will definitely give you a history lesson on Spider Girl. Yeah. Uh, especially since, up. you know, ed- editorial doesn't really know what they're talking about. And there's two issues we're going to talk about about Spider Girl, uh, issue yeah. 27 yeah. also. Uh, that one just yeah. came out this past week on Marvel Tuesday. Unlimited. Again, these are digital uh, exclusives on Marvel Unlimited <laughs> that we're going to talk yeah. about. And as if that wasn't enough, poor Kelly's reviewing a Dan Slot book. Spider-Man Adjective List number oh. three. You know what? You know what? Somehow Dan Slot has become like the <laughs> the like calming force in my books this month because so. of, and I never thought I'd see the day. Yeah. Uh, you know, also, he, he's made everything so, so chill and boring. It actually is great. <laughs> uh, Neil's got the first issue of the new Miles Morales book we're going to talk about. And we've got, what else do we have? We have uh, Venom, Deadly I Neighborhood think. Spider-Man, I think. A.K.A. Acid Trip Spider-Man, which you'll yeah, see in a minute. <laughs> this, this one we're going to talk about with miniature Spider-Man on the cover. And we've got uh, one more Tyler. I only gave you this book because Venom's in it for a little bit. It's yeah. a it's a small month. Yeah, but that's like a kid's book. Um, yeah, Spider Man double gets weird. trouble. It gets weird. <laughs> we'll we'll get into it. It does get weird. But anyway, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Uh, thanks, chat, for being with us so long. Uh, we're gonna be back in just a few minutes over on patreon.com, and you can listen to how many how many pages of notes you got, Kelly. What? Oh God! Um, of those two Spider Girl issues. <laughs> oh, okay. Just of those two. Let me yeah. see. Let me. Let me see. <laughs> um. Okay. So four. Is it, a, is it a Google Doc you're working on? Yeah, there's four pages. <laughs> this ought to be good. <laughs> All right. If we don't see you or talk to you uh, in between the holidays, everybody have a happy holidays. Merry Christmas. And we will be back in January with our next ASM review. Peace out, y'all. See you on Patreon in just a few minutes. And that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Before we go, I want to thank people that made it possible for you to listen to it. They logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. And one of the perks is they get their name read at the end of every show. So again, thank you. goes out to Gene, Ghost Spider 2018. We've got JR. And Robert, Scott, Vinkman, Adam, I, Adam W, Brian, Craig, Cyberweasel, Frazetta Hulk, Frederick, Jacob, James, Jesse, John Bob, John P, Josh, Kelly, Laura, Matthew, Mohammed, Noah, Ryan, Sarah, Scott F, Scott M, Will, hashtag something good for you, AJ, Andrew, Anthony, Dow, Datboy, Donnie, Jeffrey, Hefskimo, I'm going to skip this one, Ira, J, JB, Jared, John M, Curtis, Milo17, Mitzi86, Patrick, Ryan, and Sailor Sega, Steven, Stuart, and Symbiobro, and Toby Z. Again, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace to get exclusive merch. Also, uh, early access to podcasts. For instance, uh, the Patreon members had this episode for a full two to three weeks before I, re- I released it to the public. They also get exclusive episodes like our uh, Spider Satellite episode. You don't want to miss this latest one. Kelly reviewed the uh, Marvel Unlimited Spider Girl, if you can call it that, (laughs) short story that was up there. Let's just say she has thoughts (laughs) on that. Again, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. 